I so how are we feeling about Space Jam? Because I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't. Um, I really wasn't that that whole that LeBron Bugs Bunny sex scene kind of just caught me off guard. Was definitely like I didn't think they were leaning you know that hard into it, you know, especially with you know taking Pepe Le Pew out. But then I don't know WB. I guess they went for it, man. They, they're do you, do you think like maybe like King LeBron James. wrote that wrote that in the script? Like he had some creative control over the script, and he's like, "No, like we got fucking this." Yeah, like okay, I, I no joke. It. I mean, there's that. Well, I don't know. Uh, I haven't watched I, it. My, I, kid, I, my kids buy my kids buy the Happy Meals and get the toys and shit. So that's about my only knowledge of Space Jam is the Happy Meal toys. Like okay, but like. Even then, like ninety nine percent aside from like this whole like shit post of an introduction, at like no joke, at at the very end of this fucking movie, um, they Bugs is just like, oh, you are are we bunking in? We got bunk like this is after, mind you, a week of everybody believing that he fucking died again. <laughs> like they they doubled down on like the the fucking death plot twist, but like. Um, but it was like way more, um, like, I don't know. They went from like, uh, Jesus. I don't know what like fake out I can think of. They went from like, uh, Ash Ketchum, should, should, should like we have Pokemon spoilers before strikes this? back. Did, no, fuck this. No. Does anyone no. care about spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who gives enough, a shit enough. about Space Jam? New, like, no, dude. Like, I, I, I'm not even kidding you. Like, the, the, the sheer audacity of this fucking movie, just because, like, I will tell you right now, like, one of the biggest plot points is how they have to fight an algorithm who got its feelings hurt by a fucking basketball player. <laughs> and, like, he, the, this algorithm is now setting course to, like, be recognized and, like, prove its superiority. It sounds and, like a good analogy for the internet in general, I'll be honest with well, you. Dude, like, this, is, this, is, this is hitting too close to home. But the movie within <laughs> itself, like, the irony is, in and of itself, the direction and any of mm. the, like, nonsensical bullshit that, that goes on in this movie, the movie feels like it was written and directed by an actual algorithm. Like, if you fucking I, gave a robot... I believe it, yeah. Like, you told this robot, alright, Bugs Bunny, Rick and Morty, uh, Game of Thrones, Clockwork no. Orange, no, Tim don't. Burton. Yeah, dude, Good. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, dude. Like, okay. Like, I don't know, man. Like the 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 they just like take a fucking take, take a fucking soup ladle and just dunk it into the Warner Brothers properties. Like, what can we pull? Oh out? yeah, dude. It's not even. It's not Yikes. even a melting pot. It's just cest. It's all the cest of like. Fucking, <laughs> So, like I, I can't even begin to. Of of all the things that you can do, like if you're the, really but going, the thing that upsets you the most about this movie is the fact that Bugs and LeBron were going to fuck at the end. Yeah, I, I, I'm very no, much upset about everything else compared to that. <laughs> <laughs> there's way more things I'm upset about right now. That you're telling me. That's the oh, least dude, of my yeah. concerns. Um. Well, I don't know. Um. The, like fucking Themyscira being teased like it's some brothel. There's that. Yeah, that's the worst. Um, uh, just like the fact that there's this E3 sleepaway game dev camp that like something that doesn't even exist. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, dude, I don't know the minutia of of nonsense that we could pick apart. Um, 
in this goddamn movie. Um, and then, whoa, dude, just, I, I don't know. And like Val and I were kind of like, is LeBron's actual family involved? Hmm. But bro, this dude had the charisma of drywall. Like, I, and you know what, man? Like the original doesn't, is not age well at all. Like, no. I, I like Mike, like MJ, MJ ain't got like them acting chops either, but it, it also had Bill Murray mm-hmm. and it also had like, I, I don't know, some slightly more focus, uh, more of a, like, they just throw shit at the wall. I mean that, but that's the whole, like, that's the, the theme of the movie is like, let people do them throw shit at the wall, be tight. I'm King James. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, it was, was, I'm going to be honest, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but that's cool. Like, I think the only thing that probably sucks harder is somehow, um, Oh wait, hold on. Is that? No. Okay. No, never mind. Sorry. (laughs) Are you all right there? No, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I think the only thing worse than this movie is, uh, somehow, uh, the Olympics still happening in the midst mm, of the pandemic. Overshadowed, overshadowed by a space jam, apparently. <laughs> well, no. And, and then somehow the sports commission thinking that, uh, a, a cardboard bed is somehow going to eliminate the possibility of athletes fucking dicking each other down, uh, before like, one of uh, history's most important and most why are they not contests. allowed to i don't understand like why is like sex off the table for olympians is dude, that dude i don't know it's like a weird a football thing? yeah it's a it's a weird thing like you know not doing something before the game like keeping keeping your whistle clean some stupid shit i don't know huh. okay. um just the fact that like it it you didn't delay it for another year and then yeah. It's somehow still going, and the reason that it's still going is because you're playing it by ear with how many athletes are fucking contracting the goddamn disease. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Um, I, but but it's okay, you guys, because when the opening ceremony started, we got to hear Frog's theme from Chrono Trigger. So Ooh. it's fucking, <laughs> it is okay. All squared away with me. All right. <clears throat> Yeah, just Gradius in I don't, there too. Oh, dude, I don't know. Um yeah, between that and then basically everybody like everybody going nuts over like how each and every athlete's a weeb. I'm like, "Bro, it's 2021. Everyone's a weeb now." Everyone. Like it, it it's it it should no longer be a question. Like fucking like your your fifth your fifth grade history teacher like Total Weeb. simp for Jinjin Kaitsen. Or what, what is that? I can't even, I don't, Jujin Kaitsen? Is that the name of it? Sure. I don't give a shit. Everybody's mm-hmm. watching Demon Slayer too. So like, yeah, what, sure. I, I, who cares? But yeah, no, I get some, I get some other big heavy shit also happened, um, since we last recorded, since, uh, E3 and what have you. So, uh, for this new episode of Press Pause Radio, episode 134, um, we're gonna, we're going to unfortunately dive into some of those uh, unpleasant topics and uh, the unpleasantries. Um, yeah. Uh, 
among that as well, though, we'll also be talking about what's in our consoles um, because some neat stuff happened. Um, my early birthday present here, it's hooked up. I've got I've got my uh, Microsoft mini fridge fucking hanging out and uh, things dope. Um, I hate the top of it a little bit. It's weird. Kind of reminds me of like those. Um, do you guys remember a, like a few years back? Where at the bottom of every other, like, I, I would say, uh, major blog or what, even like, I, I could, I shit you not, maybe you could find the shit of like the bottom of a, a giant bomb, uh, feature or post. Uh, those, uh, photoshopped, like, uh, skin conditions that was just like porous and when like, you would see like weird blackheads, but not blackheads, but like slugs coming out of them and you, it would like have you click them like, you'll never believe. Like yeah. what oh, they did, yeah. yeah. Which star yeah. died in 2021? Those, the results uh, will surprise you. That that picture, by the way, is actually peas on knees. Frozen peas. Yeah, it. Yeah, it. It's like Photoshop from like some. Other, it's like a a flower or something. It's something like other porous detail, but somehow like there is this like trend of that shit getting like photoshopped on like shoulders and backs and like people making the oh face and like <laughs> yeah the whole like you'll never believe that's that's every time i get near my series x and i see it now i just my my immediate headcanon just like zooms back to like 2011 and you'll like, never all believe those... what game just came out mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so it's a uh, not not pleasant which is uh it's a good thing I like I I just just to make sure that I don't cut off too much airflow. I lowered my like the shelf that hangs right above it just low enough to where I don't have to fucking see that thing. It it just it fucks with me. I don't know. But anyway, uh, press pause radio episode one hundred thirty four. Roll roll the intro. <laughs> Um, do we get ads on our website? We should get uh, these. Uh, yeah, can we sign up for this? Um, I mean, the closest thing I think we got to that is probably uh Green Man Gaming, because like who the yeah, fuck but is... yeah, I know. Uh have I used Green Man Gaming? I don't know if I have. We haven't. We, I haven't. I haven't hit up our affiliates in a while, and I really should. Um, it's been. <laughs> it's definitely been on the the list of things to do. Um. I can't even oh, get back in my um my Reddit. So do we have a Reddit? A... Wait, no, we don't no. Have a Reddit, do we? Oh, I okay. tried to no, I oh, tried to God, start a Reddit. Uh-huh. I tried to get a Reddit for the site. Uh-huh. Um and then while I was setting it up, I was trying to register my email but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And then it locked my password. So it's just like to go through this process, you have to go through your email. But I never set up my email, so I emailed their support and they're just like Oh well, yeah. There's nothing to do if you didn't get the chance to register an email. Then you're kind of fucked. I'm like, what do you mean? They, they, Why they can't you just send, send me the... They sent send email to one that doesn't exist. Well, no, it, I never even got to add it. Mm. I I create and so they're just like, you're just gonna have to create a brand new Reddit. I'm like, but I want my user ID. I have a very unique tag. I don't. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to turn it into an AOL screen name by putting a fucking number in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this is mine. I'm like, well, sorry, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, no, there. What do you mean? It's absolutely within your fucking power. Fuck you. Like, I. That makes no but sense. That you can't just best, send me a temporary Reddit, password. Though. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. got under my skin though. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, this is this is Georgie Boy's Axe. Welcome to Press Watch Radio, uh, episode 134. Um. Man, so uh, cardboard, uh, sex beds, and uh, LeBron James and Bugs Bunny sex aside, um, how y'all doing? How how are we all holding up? I mean, Man, I guess I mean, better than the people that watch Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I didn't know that was going on in people's lives. Like, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry that had to happen to you. We don't even have kids. How have you not watched it? So you just you, get your kids my, the Happy Meal toys? No, my, my kids did watch it. I was not present. <laughs> I went somewhere else. <laughs> they said, I'm watching Space Jam. I said, okay, I got to find something else to do. Oh, man. It's been on. Oh, man. No, I, just, I, found, I found busy work to do. Um, what have I watched? I mean, the one, like I mean, we talked about this already. Uh, I, the things I watch with my kids, I actually enjoy. Bluey, uh, big on Big C <laughs> Green right now. Big C Green's like hitting some 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 funny parts for me. I think it's kind of like in that realm of like funny for adults. You know, like it's not too god awful for children. Um, yeah, there's there's some good stuff on Disney. They got a Spider Man cartoon out now that has like Miles Morales in it. it looks pretty dope. Nice. So yeah, the, the the kids' cartoons are doing okay for me right now. I can tolerate some of them. I'm in that weird point in my life where, well, it's not weird. I think I'm, I'm at a point where, like, it makes sense. Where, like, uh, fucking season five of Rick and Morty is just not doing it for me. Hey, dude. Well, uh, same, but I think it's leading to something. I think they're doing it for a very specific reason. I don't know what it is yet, but yeah, it's been very, like, stale. I don't know if it's yeah. the Warner Brothers HBO Max stuff that's kind of neutered it, but it just doesn't seem like it's all that crazy. It's not um, even neutered. It's just half baked. But like, yeah. But Tuke and Birdie season two, like, oh man, give me that these the one with broad Tiffany, city ass Tiffany, horny Tiffany birds. Haddish. Yeah, yeah. Tiffany I, Haddish I and com- Aowong. Yeah, I saw the commercials. It sounds funny. Like it does seem um, pretty pretty good. It is funny, but it, it's it's also very grim. And if you don't, because oh. well, so season one is luckily still on Netflix. Absolutely watch it. Like, uh, Val and I poop socked it like after the first episode. <laughs> Um, season one is, I think, a little bit funnier, but it's also, it's got a lot of elements that it built on, and, and then there are a lot of, it's a lot of sensitive and very serious subject matter. Um, also way more nudity, like titties every other episode. So, (laughs) like, I didn't think- Uh, Adult Swim? Well, no, so that's Netflix. So now season two- Oh. Oh, but dude, like- they personify like everything. So like the first episode's got like some fucking like Lowe's Home Depot ass like succulent who's like thick as fuck and then suddenly like, oh, like I'm gonna take my top off. I'm like, oh, alright. Yeah, I guess this is what we're gonna do for the rest of our night. But then like <laughs> season two carries that like trend going. Um, but a lot of uh a lot of liberal use of like the, the scramble blur for censorship. Um but even then um, not so much. And then, like, I think they just, I don't know, man, they, they stepped up, they, they, like, they pulled a, a hat trick out of the, uh, FX, like, Comedy Central, 
uh, playbook and they just upped up their shit game. Like, like shit is just said way more often to like, oh, yeah. dude, we, how, how do we compensate the edge of like titties and the word fuck? Oh, just shit. Just like say shit. Like shit every... <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It all works. Um, but it's still super funny. Um, and then yeah, there, I, I think just to make up for some of the over the topness, um, they they kind of leaned more into the the serious uh overtones and subject matter um but i i really enjoy it um it's absolutely not something you should watch without watching the first season uh it's very very dependent like uh, it it's not a standalone season by any means mm-hmm. um but i very much enjoy it like the best um way i could describe it is if broad city and regular show had a dumpster baby um hmm. in in the best way so yeah, that's that's my been my thing. Um, what what? Come on, talk to me about Canadian cartoons, Ed. What what? You guys Canadian like, cartoons? Fuck, can, is that, dude, is that the like best a category. Kind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Letter Canadian, but are, that's not a cartoon, but it should be. They should make an animated version of that. Oh, uh, they did. It's called Code Lyoko. Uh, if anybody <laughs> remembers that shit, fucking uh, that's mainframe, isn't it? No, reboot. Reboot's the other one, and that's also yeah, yeah. Canadian as fuck. I think I think they're both mainframe entertainment, though. I'm pretty sure of that. Oh, really? Yep, I Man, believe that's so. That's such a downgrade. How it do you is. go from reboot to fucking Code Lyoko? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, reboot was the shit. It was awesome. Um, the which, raccoons, yeah. man. Oh yeah, uh, there there's also the raccoons. Uh, Bobby's World. Bobby's World's Canadian as fuck. Was it? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, don't you know. Um, Right there on that edge, that Wisconsin edge, where Howie Mandel, because I think Howie Mandel is Canadian. I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. You're right. I didn't know that that was... uh... Yeah, that's basically, it's based on his kid, or it's based on him as a kid, but he, no, it's based on his kid, because he plays the dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he had that, like, pompadour perm slash mullet like when people are trying to like you know bet themselves or like try to argue themselves like who's who's gonna have like the everlasting hair within their lifetime like Howie yeah. Mandel or John Stamos and then John Stamos <laughs> beat Stamos him won. He beat won. the fuck Stamos won like a won motherfucker still gorgeous um, god damn absolutely like him mm. and Paul Rudd, they drink, they eat. Oh at the my same... god, Paul Rudd! How? It's... How is it possible? Oh, dude! Like I've got like these bulldogging mayonnaise ass, like baggy eyelids that like I I buy, like cheap, like random assorted like iPads and under eye treatments for, and like this dude coming out looking like he just fucking like ditched summer school. I, I you, don't get it. If you did Clueless 2021, he would look exactly the same as he did in that movie. Who knows how many fucking years ago that was at this point. God damn. What a gorgeous man. I mean, he is. Sorry. Okay, we need to move on. I'm going to sit here and think about Paul Rudd. Fucking hell. Um, man, what uh, uh, Totally Spies? You got Totally Spies, uh, Ed. Um, also, know, I, I don't remember much uh, in, the, in the line of Canadian cartoons, if I'm totally honest. Uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh, yeah. They the, apparently they are Canadian. 
I want to say that there was Canadian uh, a Canadian studio involved with like Inspector Gadget or something. I don't know. Hell yeah. Maybe. Um well, it's funny to me that like Nickelodeon and and just like MTV, they're like famous for like ripping all uh the Canadian program they could like the Grassy and undressed and then like everything you can think of. But now like in the new age of entertainment, that's all Disney. Like Disney, oh, yeah. I think is 110% like, here's my tin fat, uh, tin foil hat, like conspiracy of them being responsible for tearing down fucking Kim's convenience just so they can get Paul Seung in Star Wars. And then the dude, I forget his name to play the main character, Shang-Chi in their Marvel uh, movie like i i'm trying to see who else like if we we see jun yun like in some other like contemporary disney plus drama uh jury's still out we'll we'll see what's up but um yeah uh i i guess um enough of uh tv digest here uh i guess we can kind of talking about go the latest on to disney the... plus acquisitions <laughs> mm-hmm. oh dude i i, I... I had it for DuckTales, and then, like, we we pieced out. We were done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't know. I feel like the ducks never get enough love. Did you guys see um, the uh, reporting that was done um, uh, from the dude? Uh, I always forget. Uh, uh, Liam Robertson, Dr. Cupcakes. He does a lot of stuff for uh, Did You Know Gaming and other stuff. Did you see the feature that he did on Epic Mickey where apparently there was almost going to be an Epic Donald, but it would have taken place within... Yeah, exactly. Where it would have taken place in Duckburg and all the other... Like, where people still do not understand just how expanded and dense and insane the Duck universe is within Disney. Would they have done that on the heels of like Epic Mickey one, or would they? Because I mean, it warranted a sequel, so it must did well enough to get the sequel. Like, why wouldn't they have taken that as like their second chance? Like, Epic Mickey and then do Epic Donald. That would have been fucking cool. I don't even think Warren Spector would have been dense enough to fuck up Donald, but (laughs) who knows? Oh, dude, still got heat with that guy. All right. Anyway. That fucking guy, dude. Oh, that out out of all like in the in the ten plus years that we've been doing press Padre on all of the interviews that we've done, none more intense and more like like just like you can cut it with a knife. Like the the fucking exchange that I've had with that man. And like I wasn't even trying to be a dick. I was just I don't know. I had a very Dan Shu approach of just like, so why is this fucked up and why aren't you aware of it? That, that, <laughs> and like maybe I should have like pumped the brakes. Why is this but... bad? Why don't you care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so for Press Pause Radio episode 134, we're going to, uh, go ahead and jump into, um, just, some of the uh uncomfortable and, and like i don't know how much longer or how long we'll really spend on it not because of the fact that there's other things that take precedent more or less but just for the sheer qualification of uh, like whether or not our voices even matter in the discussion because i feel as though we should play more of an active listening role than in just a discussion one 
Um, but nonetheless, I feel as though that it, it does, we should bring some attention to it and go from there. But uh, all, all of the um, allegations and, and just the turmoil that's been brought to light within the uh, state of California lawsuit uh, against Activision Blizzard after a two-year investigation into um, some of the uh, conduct and operations that went uh, behind the scenes at that studio. So figured we can uh, talk about that. Um, there was some recent uh, stuff that came out with Fulbright, but to be honest, um, again, I, I think... May not really spend too much time uh, on that. Uh, we'll we'll then also talk about Steam Deck because it has been that long since we've recorded. So definitely want to talk about our impressions there. Uh, there was recently uh, a few uh, lucky outlets that actually uh, were sent a unit and got to go hands on. So of course the inevitable size comparison of just like. Oh, Steam Deck next to like this and just, uh, you know, uh, all that nonsense and in, in discussion of the ergonomics and what have you, uh, of the unit, uh, among other things. And then finally, uh, the, the, the big meat of this episode, uh, what's been in our console, which has been, I've been playing quite a bit. I've got, I've got my hands on a lot. So, um, gonna be, Super stoked to talk about it. I know Ed has got his hands on a, on a few new games, and he's also he's he's got some uh, upcoming uh, events in his future where I'm, I'm sure we'll be hearing about uh, like how he's gonna be prepping for that. And then um, I'm prepping for some I mean, of I'm, that right now. Training, oh, man. Jesus training. Christ! <laughs> the grind never ends. Got to get that multitasking in there. What what? Um, and then yeah, uh, Andrew. I, I think even Andrew's played some stuff that isn't Destiny. I've been Destiny. playing some stuff. It, yeah, dude, I haven't touched Destiny like this whole season. There you go. It's I'm been excited. Nice. I know. <laughs> I've been a weight has been lifted. Um it so yeah, nice I'm excited. Yeah. Yes, Agreed. I'm excited to uh for this this episode's what's in your console. So without further ado. Man. Um okay, so <laughs> Are you guys? I, I kind of want to hear your thoughts before we go into it and see, like, how how much have you guys like really read into some of the uh, some of the horrendous shit, like the Crosby Suite, which yeah, I, I don't like, even know. That's a thing. The Co- well, Cosby, we'll say. So, so, they, so what, I think so they what, personally, I, I've, I've named not heard any Crosby. of the specifics. Really, like, like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. No, like as in Bill Cosby, but Bill they, Cosby, they yeah. named it. Yeah, but they named it Crosby for some fucking reason. But it's okay. it's. Based oh no, I, on I think him. that was spelling in context. But yeah, it is. It, that's just the guy not saying it right. Hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was. I remember there being some, but like. <sighs> okay. It's fucked. So, it's fucked. It's super fucked. And like the the whole exchange uh, via text 
regarding, you know, the people that they were trying to get into said Cosby suite, it's a little fucked up. And, and okay, so, and, and all this bad faith nonsense bullshit from people who fucking know better, like Jason Schreier, of just, like, how, like, this toxic bro culture uh, basically fostered on after the Activision act, uh, acquisition. Fuck off with that. Because I'll tell you right now, um, Blizzard was pretty fucked from, from like, Jethro. Like, it... Just... Okay, so... Let's go ahead and, like, let's chart the timeline. So, at some point... Uh, within the last two weeks, uh, California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing filed a suit. I believe it was around July 20th. Um, and it was like a pretty lengthy packet, like tons of upon tons of different things. But, um, and, and, and we, we're, we're going to go ahead and, um, try to, try to approach it with the, the utmost tact that we can. So uh, content warning from here on out, but like things like uh, cube crawls whereby um, male employees who had been drinking uh, would prowl the workplace and subjected women to unwanted advances, lewd behavior and uh, physical like fucking f- physical contact among other things, um, there were, uh, where there was also, um, uh, one of the, one of the more alarming, uh, aspects was world, world of Warcraft creative director, Alex, uh, Afsiabi, um, was, uh, named quite a bit, uh, for like, no joke, getting absolutely physical, um, and also uh, for basically heading the the Cosby suite where like they literally posed with a picture of Bill Cosby. And like granted, people want to white knight and kind of get involved and just like these are all pre uh, pre 2013 uh, like incarceration and all that. But people tend to forget that like. Of those charges, while statute of limitations, whatnot, the allegations for that awful man date back all the way into the 80s. So, right. like, you can't fucking tell me that they're, they're, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't be that naive. And please don't be that naive. Like, um, but yeah, uh, apparently there were at least 45 different, uh, individual cases of assault. And rape uh, that took place within a room that they uh, defended as a means to network in between the ongoings of BlizzCon. Uh, Right, network. Heavy air quotes. Yeah. um, And then there was also... um, It led to the unfortunate incident of one of their female employees taking their own life based on the toxicity of working there and at one point being subjected into a 
incredibly power imbalanced relationship with their superior in which case there was one time where like upon um a warrant for some other i don't remember related or non-related incident uh found uh that the uh, individual's belongings were searched to have found uh butt plugs and lube uh when it was supposed to be a business trip um so we've got all that out of the way um everybody in management basically gaslights the fuck out of the uh report calling it inaccurate calling it nonsense when like dude it doesn't even take twitter long it doesn't even take like some of the just going as far back as the last 10 years you can find a lot of disturbing, substantive uh, posts and, and other uh, incidents that were uh, you can connect the dots and put two and two together that absolutely corroborated a lot of the horrific details that were included in this packet. Um, so then they, instead of doubling down right away, um, they then issue a completely forced and otherwise very... Uh, inelegant statement, um, just basically claiming that they're better than this and that, like, they want to, uh, do better to foster, uh, a better, a, a better environment without well, yeah, addressing been any. Taught, right? right. But, I mean, it's all, it's all just, it's all buzz talk. It's yeah, all it's empty. Yeah, dude, they're all empty gestures because, uh, even then, most of the like the named individuals that are no longer um, with Activision Blizzard and they've gone on to do their own things. I mean, they're not really facing any repercussions. The people inside aren't like HR. The whole the whole point was the fact that HR neglected to essentially take any sort of action. Uh, we've got J. Allen Brack resigning, and I'm like, cool. Like that's. You're you're one of many fucking bad apples. Like it's all like you know what I mean. Like it's it's. I mean, not to derail this too much, but when you know people say defund the police, and there's always like these uh fucking straw man points of just like well one bat. I'm like no, dude. It do- it doesn't just take one. There's more involved. Like this is. You, you have, there, there needs to be more done, but even then, like, it's already led to, like, a snowball effect. Uh, like, any, any of the sponsors within the Overwatch League, like, I think Coca-Cola and then State Farm Insurance, I can't, those are two that, like, just come to mind. Like, they've pulled out. So, like, the uh, Activision Blizzard lost a lot of its esports sponsors for Overwatch. Um, I, like, I don't even know, I, I know their, uh, subscriber count for World of Warcraft is fucking plummeted. Um, I kind of wish we had Sean, like, because of all of the, the four of us. That shit. 14 was taking that shit easily already. Now they just oh, got yeah. more room at the table. Way like, yeah. they're, they're, the table. They're, they're accusing the hundreds just to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. But I'm, I'm just saying that in, in spite of, like, the fact that it was already a, a, a losing battle, like, this was only just like the coup the coup de gras to like among everything else that was happening um then you we have like fucking bush era like like torture porn activist fran townsend 
who is uh, also gaslighting this shit and even like sharing like popular talking points on like the uh, uh, why it sucks to whistleblow and like the negative connotations behind whistleblowing. I'm like, really? Like, I I can't even imagine just like the the PR yoga that like whoever's fucking like horrible like that poor soul's job of of trying to spin like that nonsense. Um but anyway, I love that like this woman like just post 9/11 and all of the horrific um shit that she's championed like advocating shit like waterboarding and sleep deprivation or whatnot. Like this woman fought the political world back in the day like in the White House and like withstood a lot of shit and like still like ended up like going on to be a horrible ghoul. It took like 4 days of her being on Twitter to delete it like <laughs> fucking after seeing backlash from the gamers TM. So I found that hilarious, but yeah, I I don't know, man. Um it's it's one of those like I feel like I'm in a very familiar spot of uh like like I'm we're we're not on a new soapbox of sorts. We're we're finding ourselves sighing, uh pulling it out from that disheveled corner and we, we keep it in and then standing up and just talking to ourselves and, and saying, Why? Like why is this a thing? Why and I don't know. I'm I am the I'm one of the least qualified people to really talk about that. I, I if anything, all I can do is this and and I and I absolutely will advocate for the men here on on this podcast doing the show with me that I always believe that we would anyway and I even feel as though there may have been an instance already where we called that shit out but if you are ever in a position where you see any of this firsthand like fuck the professional ramifications say something be a decent human being it already sucks just so much of of what goes on and and just how marginalized and divided the uh, not only culture and, and audience, but the industry, as this clearly points out, is. Um, don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Like, fucking say something. Do not stand for this sort of behavior, this awful, awful means of, of oppression uh, to uh not i mean primarily women but just also like people of color uh marginalized uh like points of identity as far as uh lgbtq like disabled like i i i can go on like um or i'm sorry apologies differently abled um this shit is like 2021 why why is this a thing? Mind blowing. I blame I twenty twenty. <laughs> Wait, do you like? Do you really? No, I'm just making a joke. <laughs> uh, I'm. Just, like, I, I I I hate to say it, but I honestly feel like people being able to work from home may have actually saved them from a lot of those encounters. Although it doesn't do fucking anything for their mental health and a lot of other things that people suffered from because of twenty twenty. But at least not being around those people in a physical space and being treated like that may have helped some of it. Um, 
but it's fucking sad to think that it has to take something like that to like feel maybe a little bit safer where you work or how you work. Um, it, it's a bummer, man. I mean, and I think that something I learned kind of very recently. It's hard to be a fan. And it's hard to be someone that's devoted to like the games fandom or you know just being an enthusiast and constantly seeing these people that you and you mentioned it briefly with Fulbright like people that you kind of respect to like find out about their shortcomings find out about their um you know true nature uh it, it's a hard thing to come to the realization that these people are not your idols these people are not your heroes they are people and people are flawed and i i found that kind of happened to me when I went to Evo a couple years back. Um, there's been some horror stories at Evo, uh, you know, about going to the tournament and uh, predators, you know, preying on on people, uh, you know, enticing them to come back to the hotel rooms, having these after parties, all this bullshit, and, you know, just being very, like, shitty human beings. Um, and, and that's kind of what I finally realized. Like, these people I thought were, like, people I'd idolize. Like, these are, like, you know, people that play in tournaments. These are, you know, People I thought like I wanted to respect and be like, and then you find out these people are not anything that you want to live up to be. Um, like George said, like just be a decent human being. Unfortunately, there's plenty of people in this world that are not. And regardless of what game they make or what game they play or what things they've accomplished, it does not excuse them for their behaviors and who they are as real people. Um, it, I, it's tough, it you know. It you know you make an incredible point there, and I think because you can see that in pretty much all walks of entertainment or media, it's yes, it's just like rock star stigma, like this rock star outlook of of basically being viewed as something larger than life, in- and and that you, and you can't do anything to them, and I think that's what a lot of these people have in their mind. I think they think they can get away with these behaviors because they are above the repercussions of their actions. And that's not the case at all. And I will say to the point of, you know, anytime a state or federal agency gets involved with something like this, that's a serious matter. Don't think this is just a change.org petition that people signed and then they're looking into it. This is a like actual investigated, you know, what couple years in, in the making, it sounds like. Yeah. Two years, two years. That's a serious offenses. And I would hope that people that are being held accountable get those kinds of, you know, like what what is deserved of their actions. Well, as of now, um so going further into the timeline, so July 26, uh there was more than 800 signatures for essentially uh a town hall uh to get a note um essentially responding to Townsend's like awful response to uh Jalen Brack's like dog shit response. Um, basically just outright calling what it was abhorrent and insulting. Um, and then at that point, uh, once that started getting traction, uh, they got about like 2000 more people, uh, involved in signing out. Eventually there was an organized walkout, uh, at their Mm -hmm. headquarters in California. Um, and, uh, we got, we got an apology from Bobby Kay. Uh, motherfucker who, like, just a few years ago, if not, I think last year, why am I saying a few years, maybe last year, already under fire for making more goddamn money than anyone can ever imagine in, in this and cutting, line of work. And cutting jobs all and the cutting, same time. Yup, 
Mm-hmm. And so this motherfucker is just like trying to plead that they are attempting to be more empathetic and understanding. And I'm like, fuck this, dude. The these crocodile tears, dude. It. And, and then they got like, basically they say that they're gonna get their own internal affairs in order by hiring on a firm. And the firm that they bring on is the same union-busting firm that Bezos, like, fucking wipes his asshole with amongst his workforce. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's, as you can tell, it's, it's bad faith all around. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to, I I don't know what sort of future uh I and I'm 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 not trying to even like honestly like it's one of those where we're like we're we're small potatoes. I get that. We know that. Like even then like among some of our peers whether it be hey poor player twinfinite and in other like blogs and podcasts within like the outer ring of the overall uh, gaming media hemisphere of of fucking noise and discussion uh, that happens within this uh, space and hobby. Like, I get there. there's only so much that, like, we trickle down, and there's stuff that even trickles down after us. So just, just based on that alone and the impact that we can have, and then amongst, like, among the people that we do uh, speak to, I... I am all for until there's any sort of change in what you can do. Because among being a decent human being, like, like, don't brush this under the rug. Fuck these games. None of these games are worth, at mm. any point, any sort of uh, justification of of the treatment and just overall trauma that this not like. I could get like Skylanders gone, Crash Bandicoot gone, Call of Duty yeah. like that ship sailed. Uh, fucking <laughs> ages uh, ago. Ages ago. Uh, Overwatch. Who cares? The Diablo. I don't give a shit. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. No thanks. Like these. These are some of the things that you can do, and it's not about being like woke. It's not about being socially conscious. It's just a just be a good person. That's all it is. So. That, yeah, that's... And, and, and and be mindful of the things that you say and do and wonder who it can affect, who it can change for better or worse. If you're not putting any kind of positivity or helping someone, then fucking get out. Like, Kick rocks. Know, like, I, yeah, absolutely. Like, There's enough space for people to be inclusive, to be helpful. And if you can't do either of those things, then yeah, just stay away. Stay far away. Believe it or not, it's not difficult to be a good person. You don't even have to be a nice person. I'm not a nice person, but I am a good person. Hey, hey, I, Ed, Ed, I'm right there with you. I can be cynical as all fuck, but I also know like fucking common decency. Like it's that's, not, it, it's not a hard trait to learn. That's the thing. Like, yeah, if you deserve it, I'll tell you to fuck right off. I'm not going to be nice about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, we get it. Like. The weeks are long. I got resting bitch face too. But hold the door open for somebody who's right behind you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, like, we all got somewhere to be. But 
that person like had the right of way. Maybe don't jet in front of them. Right. Like, hey, like, you know what? Like, HR ain't gonna look out for fucking anybody but the company. You want to talk about like work? Talk about wages. Talk about treatment. Talk about solidarity. Like you're there fucking making a hundred and eighty k a year, and you've got five years in the game. And meanwhile, like your female peers got fucking ten years worth of skin in this fucking game, and they're making like a third less than you. Fuck that. Say something. Like there's no law. There's nothing like I amongst everything else, regardless of what line of work you're in. I mean, never and never, ever not discuss what the fuck you're making at work ever. Always talk about it. Always make it a pain point and then know your worth. And when you see an issue, fucking stand up for the like, because whatever's happening, whatever may not be happening to you then will happen to you later down the line. Like Mm. everyone's fucking exploitable. So, and, and also, if you ever have to ask yourself at any point during an interaction if this is creepy, it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Stop it. it like, I don't know, man. But anyway, uh, it's in a developing situation. Uh, people are stepping down. Um, uh, money is being lost hand over fist. So, good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully... It'll bring about real change, and it'll get everyone who still remains in management out. Like, J. Allen Brack is just one of many. Fuck, fuck, Co- uh, Bobby Kotick at some point had, like, that's another thing, too. He looks like a drug it... lord. <laughs> Doesn't he, like... Yeah. yeah. Activision's like, a supplier. But even then, dude, but even then, like, to just, like, just because these people weren't named... I I refuse to believe that anybody within a management position or authority position wasn't aware of some of the nonsense that went on and turned a blind eye to it just because like they didn't want to mess with anything that affected uh the input into their coffers like ugh. no like send a message we we like it anything that's happening at this point uh, as far as Activision Blizz is concerned, I am I'm absolutely cool with putting a moratorium and saying no thanks. I I would hope that you guys uh, also felt like Sean's already way ahead of it. Like I I yeah. again, this is one of those conversations I really wish like he's devastated. It's yeah. affected him. Um, because you have to imagine like what like among all of us like these this was a brand and a and a and a legacy of games that like these like while they they are experiences and and very big facets of themselves they're made by people and these people like do what you can to hold the bad ones accountable so that way it could be safe for everyone so that that that's all my input on the matter No, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly in the same boat. It's just, it, it is sad that we have to have this conversation all the time now. It sucks that every few weeks something else comes to light and you're like, Jesus Christ, another one? Like, we're going to get fatigued from all this shit. We've had a whole podcast episode about it already. Yeah. It's, like, the industry is kind of fucked at this point. But 
like, mean, it, was, it would be nice if we could talk about nice things. It would be nice if we could report good things that companies are doing, but I don't think that's ever reported on because how can it be? When, when is that a possibility at this point? It's not sensational I, enough. Oh, of course not. Of course not. I understand that. But well, right. it'd be nice. It'd be nice it to have would, the option. <laughs> I think at this point, like, just the the boiling points that, that people are reaching among other things in terms of treatment, uh, working conditions, like, uh, across, like, many industries. Like, again, I don't want to derail the conversation too much, but I keep thinking wildly about, like, and we can do it. We've already made numbers and different stuff disappear. It's going to be a lot of red tape, and I, I don't know. I just I don't get it. But if the government just paid everyone to stay at home, like everyone, if we just found ways to do a mass organization of everyone staying at home and getting vaccinated in a matter of eight weeks, tops, potentially less, this thing would die already. It would go oh, yeah. away. But the value of people versus the value of, quote-unquote, keeping things the same, which will never, ever happen again. Ever. Because um, even then, we, we make it through the end of this, and we're good. You Like, people, I can't tell you just in, in regard to my, personally, as far as my day job, how many people have already walked out? How many people have already mm-hmm. said no? And I, and, I, and I feel for them, and I don't know. Like, I, I've been reaching that boiling point myself, but, like, I can't, and it's not healthy. This this mindset that I have is not healthy, but, like, mm-hmm. there's only so much I can do. Um, sometimes digging your heels in isn't petty. It's It's what you have to do. So, Steam Deck. <laughs> Let's segue. Yeah. Gabe, Gabe Newell will save us, I'm sure. The Gabe Boy. Uh, the Gabe Gear. Uh, G- the, G- Gabe Gear was good. Gabe Gear was pretty good. I like that one, actually. Uh, the Gabe.com. Um, oh, God, what? Uh, the Gabe Pocket Color. Uh, fuck. Um, help me, Ed. What, what other portables? Could, the Wonder Gabe. Wonder Gabe. Yeah, there we go. That's, <laughs> that's okay. where I was going. All right. All right. Yes. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Uh, also, it would be Neo Gabe pocket color. Oh, fuck. You're right. You're right. I fucked that one up. Thank you. That's okay. We got it. You scooped we, that we, up. You we recovered. scooped it. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. It. That was that was some Oakland A's ass shortstop right there. What can I um, say? Fucking golden glove right there. So, man. All right. I, you know, to me, this is a big old elephant. Big, big old pachyderm. Um... This fucking thing is huge. Like it's it is, so it's big. Heavy, it's heavy, dude. It's heavy. Did you see the weight on this fucker? No, I have not. It is like a pound and a half. Jeez. Oh. It is something huge. Let me let me pull up the specs real quick. Or do you have them pulled up already? I don't. I was actually hoping All one right. of you fine gentlemen could beat me to it. I and and granted, I don't know how much like take what I have to say for a grain of salt because and in these two fine gentlemen can attest. I mean, a lot of my, the primary work excursions and meetups that I arrange on behalf of Press Pause Radio involve me lugging around a 28-pound Alienware laptop. So, like, I don't know how much fucking room I have to, like, discuss, but I sure as fuck don't need, like, at that point, like, 
right. Yeah, I get. I mean, I I can't type. I can't use Microsoft Word on the Steam Deck yet. Mm. Technically, you can. Yeah. Um. Hey, I just thought just, about that. You know. Uh... So 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 basically, a Steam Deck is a Linux based operating system they're using. Same with their, uh, I want to say their Steam machines were Linux-based, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Like big picture OS or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but you will be able to, in theory, they say, albeit they don't recommend it, but in theory you can load up Windows and you can just run it just like a PC, um, which is interesting because the concept of doing like Game Pass stuff on here is possible. They've already confirmed. That's a thing you can do. Um whether you do it or not, that's up to you, I guess. Uh, but yeah, this fucker is uh, 1.47 pounds, 669 grams. Almost that's two pounds. Real. Almost two pounds. It is a pound and a half. It is a heavy, heavy boy. Um, it's rocking... Let's see. I don't have the... Yeah, I got the size here. 11.7 by 4.6 by 1.8 inch depth. Like it's it's so, a chunk. It's a, it's not only heavy. It's chunky too, right? Yeah, like, it's a big boy. Yeah, and I don't know how you would be comfortably able to play with this fucking thing. Like the analog sticks, the placement of those seems kind of off. Um, I think the touchpad things sort of banking on the touchpads. Which why would you? If I I I have the Steam controller, and that was like the weird clicky pad. I'm thing not they a have. fan of the Steam no. controller. Like no, it, you shouldn't be. It's not great. You know, no, for what well, it's worth, it had a really good analog stick. At a great hmm. analog stick, but that D-pad, oh, that D-pad. Yeah, the D-pad was shit. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, um, yeah. I, I, I'm i curious because, like, and I'll tell you right now, um, which um, I did finally, like, the, the Atari VCS review is complete. It's up there in writing, and we just published our first ever Quarter Circle Ford video review. If you guys haven't already gotten the chance to check it out, watch it. But, um... Trying to utilize the PC mode on that fucking thing is a nightmare, and I just a PC lot of it. Mode. Yeah, it's a it's it's basically a PC. It's a glorified. Okay. It's it's also very like when you guys were mentioning it's a Linux base. That's exactly what the Atari VCS yeah. is. Isn't it, it, it like uh, Debian based? Yes, but the thing about it is, is that it doesn't have like. A lot of the well, and again, bear in mind, I did not attempt to do Linux. I probably would have had. Uh, a much easier time, and like just for the sheer sake of time, uh, I like just worried about what I knew. But even then, like Seth Macy also reviewed the fucking thing, and he had a very similarly hard time. Uh, trying to install Windows on it was a nightmare just because of the internal SSD uh, capabilities of the thing alone. You basically to have the driver space to kind of get something working and operating there, you had to already. Um, chop up and do some chop shop on it, which it, I'm kind of curious. Is it actually is it actual SSD uh, capable, or does it yes. have an HDD? What's the deal? Like stock? Uh, stock, it is eight gigs. Flash memory? And, yes. Aha. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, but you can expand it more. You can do. Uh, you can also um, shit. What's a uh, uh, you can do an MMD. Uh, expansion to it as well. You have some options, but either way, just as a as a platform that you're already investing a couple hundred dollars into, uh, mm-hmm. stock can't even do it. So I already found that inexcusable. So uh, kind of circling right back to the Steam Deck um, yep. and just how much it can really run out the gate. 
Because apparently, like, the big claim to fame here that, like, I find uh, rather presumptuous, I don't know, is that it, it can basically run anything that's on Steam right now. Now, right. running not, 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 yeah, running is fine. Well. At, at the resolution you want, probably not. Yeah. Or or the frame rate you want, probably not. Um, It's 60 hertz refresh rate. It's a 1280 by 800 resolution. It's a really weird uh, display, I think. 1280 by 800. That doesn't seem anything very exciting. And even then, I can't imagine, like, just what the storage space is going to be because apparently Mm. it's the the embedded threshold for its uh, storage capability is going to be an embedded multimedia card solution. Yes. That can hit the cap at 64 gigs. So that's like. Yeah. Yeehaw. Yeah, I be, I mean, well, okay, so like, because again, I'm thinking about like the Switch, because the Switch you can expand to a max of one terabyte, right? Two terabytes. The, oh, two. Yeah, I stand correct. And you you can you can still do that with the Steam Deck. There is okay. uh, expandable memory. Just what's in the actual unit itself is the 64 gig eMMMC, mm-hmm. uh, and then the so that's the 399 price model. That's the base model. 529 gets you everything, but now you're rocking an SSD 256 gig. And then the 649 is a 512 gig SSD. So, so and you can expand with, you know, uh, you need a high, like a specific high speed memory cards, though. You'd want something, yeah, a right speed. You need something like quick. Samsung yeah. Evo, like straight up. Like, yeah, I think that's like actually what they said. Yeah, SanDisk yep. isn't going to really... Like, SanDisk, just to give you guys an idea, um, depending on what specific ROMs you might be running on an ODE solution for games that are over 20 years old um, mm-hmm. aren't aren't the best, or versus... Or, or Neo Geo stuff in, like, Terra Onion's uh, Flash solutions. So Samsung uh, Evo is currently... Underrated king, like I, I still don't get how Sandisk has most of the market share in this. Uh, the price, the price, yeah, the cheapest one. In the that's game right exactly now. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, they've yeah. got they've got partnerships with Nintendo. That's got to help. True. That's true. Branding. Yeah, absolutely. Now, so you mentioned like this thing playing these games at the resolution you would want, at the speed that you would want, and the size being an issue. But I guess my question is, when you see something like this, like if you have a Steam Deck in your hand, you have your Steam library to pull from, are you sitting here playing these like massive like 100 gig Red Dead Redemption 2 games on this thing? Or are you playing, because in my mind, I'm thinking I'm playing these indie games, these smaller chunk games that I want to play uh, in my Steam library, the indie stuff, but on a portable option. I mean, that, that, I, that, that, that that's immediately where my mind goes. I think at this point... Like Valve saw an opportunity to where, you know, the, and I and I I'm not saying that this is immediately reactive to it as such, but like we all kind of gassed ourselves up for like the Nintendo Switch Pro. Like yeah, we, we're gonna true. get we're gonna get 4K capable resolution. We're gonna get fucking processing the likes in which we like we all built ourselves up to Listen, essentially man. get the. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. Never Except has you. You never were, you... never has three words annoyed me so much <laughs> as Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, Switch Pro. Pro. Uh... <laughs> but then, like, uh... I, I, so I'll get like we all got to give Ed his due. He was the one yeah, that kept he, it real. He knew. 
He knew. He knew. Yeah. You just like he told us to shut the fuck up a lot of the time while we were just being wistful and 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 wishful. Just like please, like I mean, let this be a. The thing is, like, I, I don't want to say that I was right because you know how much I hate doing that, right? But mm-hmm. like, you just look at what Nintendo's done over the last like what twenty years, I guess, with their with their handheld specifically, and you know. You're not you're not going to see any substantial upgrades. It's just going to be incremental at best, and that's kind of what we got: a fancier Which... dock and a better screen. Well, that's arguable too because there's also burn-in uh, concerns now. Well, I mean, cause, yeah, because it's OLED, but yeah, I imagine yeah. that it. I imagine that there's been some precautions taken, but at the same time, like Joy-Con drift has kind of introduced a whole layer of doubt in, oh I, in... I know how to fix that by the way i heard there's a fix now yeah <laughs> i've yeah, cardboard I've, piece of cardboard yeah. yeah i've uh I've, i can confirm i fixed three joy cons that were severely drifting and now they have no drift it's kind that. of insane yeah everybody uh everybody who had their uh nintendo labo kits like now the that, real oh lab my god begins. it's been right there in front of us the whole time the whole, the whole, time, reason why they whole did it. fucking time um but yeah i I essentially love that this whole thing's kind of boiled to like Valve seeing an opportunity to be like, "All right, here's your Switch Pro," um, which I, 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 I still not, don't think it's the it, same. It doesn't have any of those specs. I I don't either. I I think that the comparison's easy to make, but I I really do feel like Steam and Valve in general has always tried to, for better or worse, which you can say like they're cut of percentage of sales of the games and like all that shit they've done. Like I do feel like they've at least tried to introduce new things to the market and most of the time it has not worked, but yeah, steam link sucked. It really did. I mean, but, but even still there's some people like that thought there was some good applications for that, or at least like maybe they introduced some things that are now being used to greater purpose, like with wasn't, um, you know, yeah, like, uh, cloud gaming. The... Like cloud gaming is kind of, I think, evolved from that initial. Let me take what I have here and play it somewhere else. But being tied to a Wi-Fi connection or being tied to a hardware solution was what the limitations were back then. And now with cloud gaming, we're starting to see some of that stuff happen and maybe being a little bit more accessible, a little bit more dependable. So they're at least introducing concepts and ideas that can be maybe evolved into something bigger later down the road. Yeah, the Steam Link too. Like, didn't the hacker scene find some useful use for that? I yeah, say. I would believe yeah. it. Yeah, it's almost like with Connect. Like, probably not the purpose they wanted it for, but they were using and finding applications for that I hardware. Mean, I mean, I'll tell you right now, like the most useful that Steam Link's been, among just like the fact that I want stuff on my TV. Um, but in that respect, the most, like, where I really, really got some use out of it was I, I just wanted to be able to play Final Fantasy XI on my TV again and not, like, be subjected to my PC or computer because I was very much like that, like, hey, I, I want to play this on, on a console, like, setup, uh, and I can't. Uh, 11's been axed from 360 and from PlayStation 2. It's still going, but only in a PC capacity. But if you, the closest thing you can get to playing it with a console configuration is Steam Link. Um, and even then, to do that, you have to hack it because it's not available stock. One of those really messed that... up. You can't mm-hmm. even delete Final Fantasy 11 from your 360 hard drive. No, it just stays it's there. A, it's impossible. It's just kind of mm-hmm. there. 
which it's I mean there's not a whole uh, dude like just the 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 yoga there like because I actually I bought a transfer cable I have currently three Xbox 360s in this fucking room right now that are all destined for various configurations and I'm trying to see if there's a way to where I can maintain the exact same hard drive across two systems because uh, it would be nice to do that um but I don't know because uh I I have on the way uh the next week or so an Ikigami uh 1550R uh PVM that has BVM capabilities so right next to my uh Sony 14L5 I'm going to have a horizontal uh, traditional landscape 14 inch PVM for like, uh, right for my PVM center that I'm gradually building off here to the side. Um, and I'm trying to get like basically other high def games. Like the, the trick is to downscale, uh, where I've already downscaled the switch for the Tate setup. I now want to downscale the switch, the, the, the 360 and some other stuff. Uh, to these other PVMs so I can play like mm-hmm. retro new games like Sonic Mania on a CRT screen. Um, I, I, I can't even tell you just the nightmare it is to fucking like organize or otherwise, um, move data, uh, across, um, hard drives. So yeah, it's, it's just funny you spoke to a pain point with there. But yeah, the Steam Link is more or less, it's, it's become, like a a a hobbyist way of like basically exploiting big screen mode without mm. like going through the uh native client interface uh on your PC cuz it has its own little interface that you can fuck with more. I mean the same thing kind of happened to PlayStation TV for for the better. Yeah. Uh PlayStation TV has also become like a haven especially with the new sharp scaler mod like if you want to play like that's the thing that that's why uh, we mentioned with the Playdate uh, like it, it's just weird. I I love like the aspect of of having all these uh, portable games available, but like now I want them all on my TV. Like it's it's just a lot to carry them with me, or I only want one. If I want to play all of them and experience them optimally, uh, I want them all on my TV. Um, so yeah, uh, I and I I haven't even fucked with like a Steam box. I thought about getting no. a Steam box, but those Jesus, those became outdated within a year. Didn't they? Uh, barely. Yeah, I mean, not even. I think I the thing about they were they, they were on the market and just like they were like regulated to like bomb shelves and back rooms. Like they didn't last very long. I think people realized that uh, they already had Steam boxes because they had PCs or just build one. Like essentially, build what they were like they were just like slightly scaled back PCs for form factor, yeah. but like that was it. Yeah. So, so I, I will say the one thing I like that Valve did with this, they it opened up for pre-orders, and I was involved in this whole debacle, which we knew it was going to be kind of a disaster. But couldn't get the one. thing they, I got one. I got the base model. I wasn't going to try to fuck with anything else. I was like, I'm. I know people are going for the 529. I'm going to try to get in, get a base model one, just to have it, just to see what it's all about. I'm not really wanting to throw. I mean, I'm already throwing enough fucking money at the thing, but. The pre-order thing was interesting because they basically made it to where if you had not had an active Steam account in the last, like, 72 hours, you were not allowed to pre-order one. So it kind of, where they're trying to alleviate, obviously, like, you know, bots and people buying these things up and, and, you know, reselling them. So you had to have an active account within a certain amount of time to even get into the pre-order 
window. Um, but then once you got there, obviously servers get like hit hard. It's crashing. You got something added to the cart, and you can't finalize the transaction. This happened. I'm not joking. I was in the I was in the transaction window, constantly refreshing this thing for about 50 minutes. And at one point, I had pulled up on my on my computer. I had pulled up on my phone, and I'm trying to get this all worked out. At one point, it logged me out of my Steam account on my PC because I had refreshed it so many times. And at one point, it said I didn't have an account that lasted long enough. Like I, I my, my account was too new, and then it logged me out. Um, so thankfully, I still had pulled up on my phone app, and I actually got it through my phone, which I didn't think was ever going to fucking happen because the Steam app on your phone is terrible. It is. it is not good at all. So, yeah, 45, 50 minutes of this, and I actually got one to go through, but it was kind of a nightmare, just constantly refreshing, trying to get any kind of progress in the cart, and it was, was not happening. Um, and you put five on it, just like going to GameStop and pre-ordering something, you put five down. And uh, that will get you the option to pay for this thing, which uh, mine's expected quarter one, 2022. I know some people that got in earlier enough, we're going to get end of the year because it's supposed to be slated for December release. I'm going to be 110% honest. I I want it and I would still like to get it, uh, but I'm not tripping because I know it's not going to make that date. I guarantee it's not going to make that date. There, everyone across the board is having so many issues shortage. sourcing components. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and and you gotta imagine something like this with you know, AMD making the chipset with I'm guessing, I don't know who's doing video for this thing or if it's just based on the chipset. Um, I actually don't know, but yeah, that's. I think memory just now started to go down in price, just very recently. So I remember memory was high up there in price for a long time this past year. Um, so yeah, I I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think it's going to hit the December release date. I think they'll push it back to Q, Q1. Yep. Um, if they're lucky. <laughs> I mean, at that point, this is like very much... Because right now, if you try to get one now, you're not getting one until next summer. I, if you didn't I, get into initial pre-orders, right now it's saying expected order availability after quarter two, 2022. Yeah. Ideally, like, and, I'm, and this is pie in the sky, ideally, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm i going to call next spring. Before it actually like hits, yeah. Two, yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, absolutely. I could see that. Sure. Like, I, because, like the OLED, for example... Like, because mm-hmm. everybody anticipated some kind of move Nintendo was making because they had been do, do gradually they even collecting do a pro because of not having the availability. I, you know, it's I'm I'm gonna go with Ed. Like, I it's mm-hmm. not re- like they. It's absolutely been a matter of incremental. Like, why? Like, even then, like the Switch, the Switch has such a like deep install base at this point. That I feel like introducing, like it, it'd be really needed, but I keep thinking about it more. Like, why splinter what's already a very large and otherwise very like, um, like a very busy install base? Like, it's constantly happening. There, there's, there's, there's a lot of like. While it's funny, um, numbers for uh, the top selling. Uh, Switch games are all like older Switch games. I believe it's Animal Crossing, except for Animal Crossing. That's the newest one. 
Uh, but Smash Brothers and Mario Kart 8, those are the top three selling still. But I, I think introducing an, a high-end model and then introducing games that take advantage of that, similar in the vein of like new 3DS, could cause a unnecessary divide. So, yeah, I, I, I don't see Nintendo doing anything more than incremental um, upgrades up until we see a true successor. Um, but no, I, I, the point I was trying to make is that uh, the OLED, just between them securing uh, the components and securing like some of the manufacturer deals, we all thought this thing was going to happen where it's going to be bigger than it was just because, for some reason, Nintendo wasn't as secretive about it as they were with every other point of their operations. And they've been planning this goddamn upgrade within the last year or so. So when the... OLED model comes out this October, like they already have, I, I believe, quite a bit of stock in hand. Not to say that I think Valve has been like resting on their laurels and not uh, already trying to get like a sizable stock in mind, but in in regard to what it uses versus what the Switch uses, and just like some of the difficulties right now that are happening, uh, no, like I I just don't like, dude. Sony can't get play, they can't keep PlayStation fives on the shelves. Polymega between like their manufacturing issues with Playmaji that encountered with Myanmar, which I, they like that location handles a lot of electronic manufacturing across various other uh, retailers and brands. Um, even even big old bigoted Talarico and his uh, numbskull dipshit ass smartphone we wanna be Amico uh, is is encountering some issues to the point where like they just. Uh, release that they're going to have to delay into 2022 after promising an October release date for God knows how long. Um, it, it It's just not in the cards. So, like, everything mm-hmm. at this point, uh, I, I believe everything to be tentative. Uh, what, what's the Assassin's Creed thing? Fucking uh, everything is... Um, nothing is true. Everything is some bullshit. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It's been too long since I played Assassin's Creed. Uh, nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Yeah, <laughs> fucking okay. that. That's that's the launch philosophy uh, with current uh, gen gaming at the moment. I do not. Uh, Ed, I want to know if you're getting a Steam Deck. I would love to know, actually. I am not. Mm-mm. I just figure it'd be up your alley, just because, like, now, like you, you kind of. I know you're always big on like my PC can do that. Well, what about yeah. If- well, I, my, I think, I think my PC even, like, can do like, that. Configure something. Yeah, he could probably configure some kind of like, <laughs> you know, pizza box version of this thing, and it'd probably be a better suit. <laughs> honestly, at this point, this Chance, mad chances sci- are this mad scientist just making things. Chances the, are know. good. Yeah, I'll just go yeah. to like home hardware and buy a toolbox and freaking yeah. <laughs> load it up with a bunch of components, shake it oh, a yeah. bit, and boom, Steam did box. You guys yeah. see? Did you guys see that uh, portable PlayStation Two? That um, somebody did. It's very slick looking. I did see that. Yeah, it is. Agreed. Didn't they have those in the year 2000 with those screens that attached to the back? Ah, the P. Yeah, hell yeah, I remember those. The Intex screens? Fuck off with those Intex screens. No, dude, those things were (laughs) garbage. No. Like, you you wouldn't even have to, like, look at it funny without, like, 13 pixels dying. No. It, It... No, no, no. That that thing looked like it fucking came out of the end of a frat boy rager within a month of owning it. Fuck those Intex screens. <laughs> but remember, um, to have to have died, they have to have lived. Mm, no, like the most portable <laughs> you're gonna get with those systems is 
fucking just get get a bunch of your weeb friends wear wear inappropriate sunglasses and play melee on a splash mountain ride. That that's the most portable those things will ever fucking holding a goddamn like Ace Tech monitor. I, I that's the closest you'll get to getting any of those systems proper portable until like we we see more uh, efforts like these. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's enough news. Let's get into some what's in your console. I think we we got some we got a stacked playlist among the yeah. three of us. Some things, um, things and sorts. <laughs> All right, Ed, talk to us because uh, I think of all the things we're all doing, yours is easily the most exciting. So I, I want to start off with you, my dude. Is it honestly that exciting, though? I don't know. It's, uh, I don't I'm, know, man. It's pretty I've, exciting. I've been playing a lot of Blaster Master. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got all the way through Blaster Master 0, 1, and 2, and I'm on Blaster Master 0, 3 now. Um. I So I played a lot of 0, 1, and yeah. I got a little far in it, but... I haven't touched two or three, but I've I've read that it's like, uh, it it's it suffers from like that weird Moe syndrome of sexualizing like characters that it shouldn't in weird ways. What is, is that? <laughs> uh, just character designs and like the the typical like fucking. I mean, I get it, but it's like it's not Moe. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's that's reassuring to hear. Yeah. yeah. I, I I feel like. I don't want to be like the actually and push my fucking the bridge of my glasses up like 10 inches before <laughs> like we we just start talking about like cultural differences or whatnot. Like I get it. Like there are some things that like could be better localized it's, or, or it's definitely not like a, an automedia situation. OK, good. That that's a great analogy. Even then, like to some extent and, and like and I might catch some shit for this, but I, I don't care. Um, I, I really like Shantae. I love Shantae. Shantae is kind of gross sometimes. Like, yeah, as far as be. character design. Yes. Like, there are times where, like, shit's too skimpy and too suggestive. And I'm just like, dude, like, come on. Like, <laughs> like, this is, a, this is a kid's game. It, it, like, it is. I'm sorry it is. Like, no. So... I mean, Shantae's been around for twenty years now, so like the general, you know, fandom of the of those games have grown up. So, but yeah, right. Like there are some outfits that are a bit too out there. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm just glad that as long as like I, I trust your judgment. As long as it's not like that, I'd be down to try yeah. it. I it's 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 a really fun time. I, I will say that as of right now, uh, Blaster Master Zero Two is the weakest of them. Um, however, I will say that the stage design is absolutely wild in that game, and I love it. In, the, in two or three? Uh, two. Uh, okay. Blaster Master Zero Two has weaker game mechanics, but fantastic level design. Hmm. I, I thought it was really good. Um, do, you, do you think so far in your time with three that maybe it's starting to like kind of combine those two things together in a good way or no? It does not, at least not so mm. far. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it does really good. Like it improves upon the weapon system in ways that I really like. So like going into like the uh, uh, the exploration area. Well, no, not not the exploration. Like the the side scrolling areas are about the same as what you'd find in Blaster Master Zero Two. But the like the top down sections where you're like you know up close and personal, and you're using Jason in uh, in the on foot sections. Those sections are much better than two, but not quite as good as one. I I just kind of want those games to be uh more of a proper Metroidvania. Like they kind of Oh are... no, they they absolutely are now. Um, yeah. Yeah, now granted like it, the the original game on NES kind of uh out Metroid's Metroid a little bit, just a bit, I think. I I, I never felt as engaged in Metroid as I did in Blaster Master. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because, you know, it shook things up with the alternate uh, perspectives, you know. Which, by the way, I I completed um, Blaster Master on the NES uh, in one go. Like I one credit cleared that uh, on one life. Even I, I didn't die a single time in that run. Yeah. I like I have fond memories of Blaster Master, um, but like it it's, was it's hard always... though. Like it was. Yeah, I agree with that the top down I... shit. Fuck. No, Weird. but like I. <laughs> It's funny because I, I have uh, fond memories of like the games that no one likes. Like I didn't mind Blaster Master on Genesis, uh, Blaster Master Two. Like it wasn't all that bad to me. But granted, I haven't picked it up since I was younger, so I my outlook on it could absolutely change. But what I really enjoyed I really want to play the, that one. I haven't gotten it yet. You haven't? I, yeah. See, like people like absolutely shit on it, but like mm-hmm. um, the. You know what's funny is like anytime you bring up like EDF um or whatnot, EDF reminds me of Blaster Master Blasting Again on PlayStation. And Which I've I, got. I haven't played it yet, but it was sent, it's sent so to me good. from a viewer. Is it actually? It's, it's so good. I love that right. dumb game. It you know what it really like have you ever played like the do you remember the arcadey shooting of Lost Planet? Yeah, I like yeah, Lost dude, Planet quite a bit. Yeah, it's like I it's a less refined Lost Planet, mind you. Okay. But just between like more Sophia, nav- yeah. Yeah, like the 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 tank is very tanky, but not as tanky as like uh early generation Tomb Raider tank controls. Like it right. is still a little bit more maneuverable. But some of the platforming and stage elements, like I really like Blasting again. I and it, like it's like people kind of just shat on it because they thought it was like a weird like 3D cash grab. Um, and among all the other games that were weird 3D cash grabs, like Bubsy and whatnot, like Blaster Master is certainly not in that camp. So right, right. Um, um, but no, I want to. I also want to get Enemy Below, but like that's kind of an expensive one these days. Hmm. And then of course Blaster Master um, Rebirth was uh, axed from the Wii Shop, so that may never. Yeah, I didn't get again. a chance to grab that. Like me neither. I. That again, that's another project where I need to uh, set a Wii and just like hack it and basically just get every single title that I can from WiiWare uh, onto it. Uh, I already came across something that really bummed me out. My Wii Duel, the lens is being very picky and not reading Ooh. certain games. No boy. So either. like, I I just picked up. Uh, I got into the Metroid hype and I picked up Prime Trilogy, and I won't play it. Uh, oh I no. Won't play other M either. Um, but I, I just said, fuck it. And I'm playing it on my, uh, Wii U. And then I have another, like, I have a stock Wii, but I wanted to play it on, 
my widescreen. I wanted to play it on my my HD TV, and I and I wanted to play it with the setup that I set up specifically with my uh, Wii Dual. So um, I looked up the lens replacement. It's inexpensive. It's just a, a matter of getting the work. Uh, finding somebody who's willing to take that on, which is a big bummer, man. Like, and it's yeah. weird too, because it'll play. The the discs are immaculate, so it's not the discs. Oh, yeah, and no. plus, the discs will work in my Wii U and my. I have three Wiis in here, so like <laughs> of of the other ones, they work just fine. So that's a bummer. But um, yeah, I still have a, a a plan of mine where I'd love to get an SSD installed into a Wii and just have the entire WiiWare library, um, because there's so many different WiiWare games that you'd be like uh the the Crystal Chronicles uh titles that uh that came out exclusively for WiiWare uh Dr. Luigi um which I think actually I I have on my Wii, uh my Wii U so that's not a, like, weren't the the Crystal Chronicles also released physically as well No um there's the Crystal Bears that's on disc but I'm talking about it's the no, there's the also games. there's there's two other ones. There's Echoes of Time and another one. Right, but that's not. There's also there's exclusive WiiWare titles like My Life is a Hero and then My oh, Life is a Villain. Right. Those I remember those. Okay. Um, well, Pokemon Rumble, the original, and Pokemon Farm. Um, I have all of um, After Years and all the goddamn uh, DLC. Uh, like there's quite a bit. Uh, the Alien Crush remake, which is really good. I did grab that one. Um, yeah, there's quite a bit, uh, all the Konami rebirths, which I think they've now all been, well, no. Okay. So is Contra rebirth in the Contra collection? That just no, came I, out the I anniversary don't, I collection? Don't, I don't believe it is. Which is um, a bummer. Yeah. The, uh, and Gradius rebirth is uh, MIA as well. Okay. But Castlevania rebirth is in the Castlevania collection, I believe. Is it actually? That's nice. Yes. So, so I mean, I it's not all, it's not out of the realm of possi- uh, possibility. Then it could it could easily be. Yeah, I think I think the it's just a matter of whether or not Konami still has the code. Um, yeah, that's that's a big deal. I don't know, man. There's, uh, I'd love for what I'd really love and what I think would be really neat, though I don't know how like feasible it would be, is if Contra Four got re released and then it got re released on Switch, but you have to play it in Tate. Um, just so that yeah. way they can do the dual screen stuff. I think that would be neat. That would be cool. Um, but fuck, what was I going to say? Yeah, man, I, I, I've only really got to mess around with Blaster Master Zero. I, I haven't really got to mess around with the other two. I was just surprised that it was, uh, able to get two sequels, to be honest. It was mm. one of those weird, um, remakes that was just being done, and I don't know how much traction it got, but it, it, it's, it's got a fandom. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, all the DLC, like I've got editions that have all the DLC included too. So, like speaking of Shante, she's like on the game card, which is oh, pretty cool. Yep. Shit. Um, is Wave Four? I thought Inti Creates was uh the people behind. Uh, yeah, no, uh, she's a guest character. Same with Shovel Knight, and um, there's another guy. Or I don't think Beck is in it. Shovel Knight definitely. Uh, oh, uh, fucking Gunvolt. Yeah, I was about to say the dude, uh, uh, Azure. Yeah, yeah. Which, I love that all the indie games really have their own little click. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Death stars. Um, 
I, I think I have, I know I have the first one installed, but I, I, I had like the second one and third one in mind. I don't know. Um, I, I think it, uh, Blaster Master was probably one of those games that was released in, um, uh, fairly obtainable or reasonable, uh, numbers for physical release. So I might grab it physically. I don't know. Um, yeah, you, you might be able to get one for a, a halfway decent price. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than Blaster Master, um, what else have you been playing? Um, well, uh, okay, so basically July has been ridiculous for shoot 'em up games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to pull up my Switch here because uh, there's no way that I'm going to be able to remember them because I've got terrible attention deficit disorder. Mm. Let's take a look, shall we? Well, I know Cotton's definitely going to be in there. Oh, yeah, no, no. Cotton Reboot is, like, one of the biggest uh, releases, I think, on the Switch period. Uh, for shooting games. So basically, okay. Um, Cotton Reboot, yes. Um, Darwin 4078 was released. I played a bit of that. Risk System, which was very difficult, but uh, I I had a decent time with it. I suck at it, though. Um, did we talk about Mushihime-sama being released on Switch? Uh, we did, because that happened E3 weekend. Okay, so we'll we'll gloss yeah. over that. Uh, physical of Griffin Knight Epic was released. That was uh, shipped out, and uh, I received that as well. Um, the Terra Trilogy physical release happened alongside the digital releases. So you've got Terra Lander, Terra Lander 2 Rock Slide Rescue, and Terra Bomber. Uh, all of three are on the game card, uh, but they can be downloaded individually on the eShop as well. Uh, Curved Space came out at the end of um, of June, and that's a fantastic uh, sort of uh, roguelite shooting game. It's more of a 3D shooter, but it has very heavy shmup influence, so uh, if you haven't checked out Curved Space, that's probably one of the better games to come out on the Switch so far. Uh, it plays better on PlayStation 4 and especially on PC, though, so if you want the best-looking visuals, get it on PC. Uh, Darius Burst EX Plus. Uh, or Darius Burst Another Chronicle EX Plus is out. Uh, a lot of players were talking about, uh, you know, comparisons to Chronicle Saviors, which came out on PlayStation 4, Steam, and uh, Vita. This particular one came out on Switch and PlayStation 4. Um, it includes stuff that isn't in Chronicle Saviors. Uh, Chronicle Saviors did not include the event mode from the arcade release. Uh, and it's been completely restored with extra missions uh, exclusive to EX Plus for this release. It's I would say it's it's um, an essential game to have if you have a Switch. But if you've got it on PlayStation 4 and you're wondering if you need to get it on PlayStation 4 again, not necessarily. Um, Space Invaders Invincible Collection was also released in July. That was also shipped out. Um... Strictly Limited Games sent us our copy. It came in a beautiful uh, replica PCB box with Taito branding, but Canada Post smashed it to smithereens. Uh-huh. So um, I've got another one coming in. They were very gracious and sent another copy for us. That's um, neat. It includes 12 games, which is pretty cool. One of the most interesting surprises was Arkanoid versus Space Invaders. Uh, so it's touchscreen only. You play it in Tate only. And uh, it, it blends Space Invaders and Arkanoid in ways that's quite addictive. I believe there's a mobile version of it. Uh, so you might be able to just download it to your phone. 
but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with how well it played and uh, the mechanics behind it. So like you go uh, left and right, just like the Voss in Arkanoid, right? But uh, and you're basically re- reflecting the shots that the, the invaders are shooting at you. Uh, but you can also move your paddle up and down a bit. And if you like fling your paddle at a shot, you can charge the shot and fling it back at a super speed. It's it's awesome. It's it's really well put together. So uh, I don't know if it is on uh, available for mobile. Make sure to grab that. Um, it's also included with the Japanese release, which is on the eShop. I'm not sure if there's a. Oh no, the U.S. release is coming out in August. So if you want to get it digitally, you can do that. Uh, there should be stocks still available on strictly limited site though. Um, other games such as Bioship Paladin and Nova 2001 were released as Arcade Archives through Hamster. Uh, there is an H game turned not so H, um, but with really risque imagery called uh, Burai Gun Galaxy Storm. It runs like shit. Do not play this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blaster Master 03, uh, of course, was released at the t- on the tail end of July. A game called Akinofa is uh, you-, you take control of this crazy-looking ghost shark fish, um, and it also has kind of like roguelite elements, but with predictable stage sets. Uh, it is a very long-haul style game. Uh, it's going to hinge mostly on upgrades that you grind towards that permanently upgrade your your fish. So that's that's an interesting title that will take a while to sort of see its full potential. Um, Bio Interstellar Arc or Bark? Yeah, uh, I was just about to ask you. Okay, how do you feel about Bark? <laughs> uh, it's it's neat. Uh, I I do believe that it would be a, a lot more fun with multiple players. But uh, yeah, I, I'm digging its aesthetic at least, and it's going to be a lot of fun to play with uh, with friends. Um, Ketsui. Uh, Kizuna Jigokutachi DX is uh, another one of those cell phone ports that were ported over to Switch. So this is basically a Java phone game that they've uh, converted over to Nintendo Switch. It is Ketsui, so of course I had to get it. Uh, But you know what? I noticed that the soundtrack in this game is actually on a CD that came with the Insanity Replay uh from japan so there's an insanity dvd that that has like um like a super play on it right but it also came with a soundtrack cd which had the arcade soundtrack and then this soundtrack the mobile game soundtrack so that kind of blew my mind a little bit that i've got a cd soundtrack of a phone game um and of course yes cotton reboot which i think is a good contender for like shmup of the year it is that good um it's a lot different than what we saw in like the uh, PC Engine CD ROM ROM, and I I I'm so sorry that just that you do that between that or cross button I don't know what irks me more. Well, I mean both are, both are correct, so you're just gonna have to get used to it. Oh, uh, so, anyways, it's a lot it's a lot different than the one that Hudson Soft had published. Um, the X68K version is on here as well, and they play very similarly, but the uh, the reboot version, the, the Switch slash PS4 um, uh, game, has one of the most addictive scoring systems I think I've ever encountered in, uh, in a shooting game on this particular platform anyway. Um, basically, uh, as you know, like in, uh, in Cotton, when you defeat enemies, uh, uh, they'll, they'll often drop crystals. 
Right. Instead and then of you just can shoot the crystals and level them up or do different things with them. To see yeah, what you yeah. Want. You can you can sort of do that with this too, but they don't fall to the ground. They just kind of hang around on the screen. So the idea is you want to shoot through the crystals before you pick them up. And what that does is it changes your shot to a split green shot. Now those shots will fill a gauge in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen, and it, when it's full, it'll allow you to go into fever. And when fever is active, you'll be able to build up a fever level and get higher multipliers for the things that you kill, all the way up to like 1025 or something like that. Um, so yeah, basically uh, building up your... Um, your multipliers and getting this just these huge cathartic uh, waves of score uh, is just the most addictive thing, uh, especially when you're playing like the uh, the caravan mode or if you're playing for score. It's really really good, and of course it's got the uh, the same story as we've seen in the in the previous installments as well. So um, you know, a reluctant witch uh, saving the world. Um, more or less against her will just because she wants some candy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a big part of her charm. It's cotton. Uh, I, I, you know, what's funny too, is a, a big, a draw to me to, um, get this game is the X 68,000 uh, version being on it just because that's going to be, that still remains to be my big white whale of, uh, get, cause even then if I were to get this system, into my setup, getting yeah. a accurate um, display on it at this point, it would be very challenging. So I, I've basically just told myself, you know what? I'm fairly certain that uh, when I do get this, it is going to uh, just most likely be from a Mr. Core. Um, so that, yeah. that that's like what I told myself. Um it's nice to be able to uh, kind of have a more accessible option um, for the game. I um, I don't know, man. I I really enjoyed like the uh, turbo version of um, Cotton and its simplicity, um, only because like I I finally got the chance to check out Cotton Two and Cotton Boomerang, and I I cannot get the power-up mechanics or the scoring mechanics like they i i i don't know if i'm too dense for it but like the practice of like picking up enemies and throwing them into mobs versus just shooting them down and what to do yeah. there it it fucks me up something right like in a, in in a, in a way where i'm just i i think i'm just too stupid to uh get how it works um, well I'll, I'll definitely be able to figure it out when those games are released to switch uh, later in the year have you do you not have them for the Saturn? No, no, they were like five hundred bucks. Forget it. <laughs> it. It's it's weird, dude. Like I I played them, um, and and I still try to play them. They're they're beautiful to look at, but they're I I feel like they're needlessly complex. I, I just I don't get how they work. They probably are. Um, a lot of the success uh, games that were created during the Saturn era do have complexities to them that make them a little bit obtuse. But I mean, generally speaking, Cotton Two is regarded as one of the best shooters on the platform. So, like, I'll reserve my judgment when I get it. Uh, but like this, there's a Switch collection that comes with Cotton Two, Cotton Boomerang, and Guardian Force on the same thing, right? So. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. The the Saturn Tribute Collection. Which would be dope. Um, Guardian Force, I like. I messed around with not enough to really like sit down and have a discussion, but I don't know. I fucked with it. I didn't really like it. 
<laughs> All right. So there. So would would you say that was uh, that's been the uh, brunt of what's in your console? Anything else that a little? Should... There's there's a couple things that I want to touch on. Uh, I imported. No, I didn't import it. It came from Montreal. Uh, I got um, a copy of Veritex for the uh, Mega Drive. There was, there was one domestically that I was able to get rather than having to go through Japan. And, uh, man, that has got to be the one of the best soundtracks on Mega Drive I think there is. Um, I'm not too familiar with that one. Well, that one there, it's, uh, it's published by Asmic, which is the biggest fucking dichotomy when you think of it because Asmic also made D-Force. It's basically these two games are polar opposites, right? D-Force played like shit and sounded like shit. And it looked like shit. And it had literal shit with rockets attached. It looked like it anyways. Um, and then Veritex comes along and it's got a fantastic soundtrack. It's got great sound effects. Uh, the visuals are clear. They look really cool. And the gameplay is actually very solid. So I don't know what the fuck happened there. But um, yeah, the, the soundtrack was actually done by Hitoshi Sakamoto. So, like, you can definitely hear it. Uh, but it is so good. It is such a good soundtrack. Huh. I'll have to, I don't know, man. Um, the the one Mega Drive shoot 'em up that I want to, like, push myself to get into and, like, I'm having a hard time because it is hard is uh, Undeadline. But uh, I've also been messing oh, around oh, with... Oh, yeah, okay. Undeadline, right. Yeah. But uh, Twinkle Stars I've also been fucking around with here and there, too. Um, oh, you mean Twinkle Tail? Twinkle Tail, thank you. Yeah. Not Twinkle Stars. Twinkle I'll Tail. never get that one. It's like thousand dollars. I don't know. Not unless it, it gets re-released. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, like sometimes you just gotta settle for a reproduction, or just maybe like boot it up on an EverDrive. It's okay. I I guess, but you know what? It's also okay that I like playing things the way I like playing them. So true. <laughs> Uh, okay, final thing. I'm playing Area 88 for Super Famicom. I'm part of this thing called Shmup Slam 4. Yes, um, sir. I'll be doing my run on the 15th of August, which is this coming weekend. And uh, I'm doing a one-handed run on uh, Area 88. Okay. Insane. I'm And I'm looking forward to it, um, which I, I, and I, I have two questions. All One, right. did you already the organizers in any way, shape or form for the presentation of this wonderful little event, uh, lock down the rights to that one goddamn song uh, that I can't remember the name of. I think it's just welcome to the slam, but like you do it like with parody <laughs> lyrics. And just, I have like, no idea. Probably not. You shoot up in the slam. Welcome to the, j-. like so I get on it. You have a week. We, we can, <laughs> we can make this happen. Secondly, area 88, instead of UN Squadron. I found that also a little weird. Is there like just a uh a, a gameplay or otherwise a localization difference that allows for you to do it or just a matter of taste? Are you ready for this? Uh, I'm this dun, dun, dun. the aesthetic <laughs> of the, the the aesthetic of the system. It looks nicer. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, plus I, it, it I'm using a Japanese cr- uh, controller called the uh, ASCII Super L5. Um, it was designed to play RPGs, not shmups. And basically the way that I have to do this, I, I have to, when I hold this controller, I have to brace it. There, there's these four notches on the back. Um, I have to brace it with my middle finger and ring finger to sort of hold it in place. 
uh, I brace it with like the uh, the main knuckle to my index finger, which then wraps around, and then I've got access to four buttons on the back. I can only press one button at a time with this finger. So between shooting, selecting we uh, special weapons, and using special weapons, I can only do one thing at a time. But I can clear the game without losing a life. So One-handed. Which, you know, it reminds me of... Um, I just... I'm always curious to, like... I, I, okay, my last question, just because one of the more famous, um, I, I would say, uh, runs for uh, Games Done Quick, I believe it was an SGDQ uh, run and not an AGDQ one, I don't remember, but the runner is Peaches. Uh, he has one of the world records, or I don't know if he just started something that people may have already bested his uh, run in, uh, but he has one of the world records for beating Super Mario 64 any percent with one hand the reason that he even came about doing this uh funny enough was uh he broke his left hand uh, uh one summer but he still wanted to play games and he just like conditioned his right hand in and positioning of his lap and other shit on the 64 controller to like basically help him do this so I i've got to nice. ask what inspired this what inspired it was it's too easy to play with a normal controller. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Right. Damn, dude. All right. I, I, I got to see this. I got to see. Um, I got to see hey, getting you, blown you, away. You can. I, I actually have a one-handed run up on YouTube right now. Oh, yeah, oh. that's right. You loaded that up. Yeah. Um, it's it's a super guide. Uh, you don't see my hands. Uh, the, the run is going to have a double uh, double hand cam. So because the controller, you can only, uh, like, because both sides are required to manipulate this controller, I'm going to have a camera below and a camera above that'll show the, the controller being manipulated from both angles. And you're going to give me that okay sign just once, just so that way Andrew can turn around and be like, yeah, got you, and slugs me? <laughs> yes. Okay. I will do that, actually. <laughs> okay. Just, just, just to throw us off guard. Okay, well. That's right. I'm looking forward to it. I know this is one of your 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 top boys, your favorite boys. So I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's the one I'm best at. Really? I mean, dude, you've always put you and Sean go off about you UN Squadron like for days upon days. Oh yeah, but Arizona is still my my go-to. Oh, I know that's your yeah. yeah. I know that's, that's, that's my all-time. That and yeah. like I've got Galaga '88 as well. Like I'm pretty good at that one. All right. Um. I got a pretty long list myself. Should I close it out, Andrew, and we go with you next? or, or... <sighs> I mean, mine's pretty simple. I know that, you know, I've played a few things, but there's only one game in particular I want to touch base on. Oh, so okay. I can do that now. So, Pokemon Unite came out on the Switch. Uh, all right, I'm down. Okay. Yeah, man, this game. Oh, my goodness. Um, I did not anticipate it to do just, like, I knew it was going to be like League of Legends, but I'm like, oh, this is better. 
I like this. It is. It is. It, it, it does things that I appreciate, uh, especially not being big on MOBAs. Um, It does some things that makes it easier, more approachable. I think there's still depth there for people that are big on MOBAs, but it's not going to be League. It's not going to be Dota. Um, it, It's not that kind of game. No. But for for what it offers and what it's doing, especially with it being like a portable option on the Switch, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a lot of fun. The best part and the best thing I can say about that game is if you got 45 minutes to an hour, you can accomplish quite a bit. It gives you incentives and reasons to come back and play every day. And it's being pretty generous right now with the amount of Pokemon you can earn through just daily missions and in the uh, coins that you earn to purchase the I, yes I'll, I'll I'll be it you'll have to earn a lot of coins to buy any Pokemon mm-hmm. uh, right now but there are ways like I said with like various daily missions and turning in certain quests you you do get um, unlockable Pokemon and it'll have a rotating you know uh, list of Pokemon you can play that week I assume similar to league and any other like free to play game. There's always a rotating list of, you know, champions or in this case, Pokemon you can play as. Um, and that changes. Right. Which is like, I'm kind of curious just because like among that selection and like, I know like there's a lot of balancing that uh, becomes an issue when you keep a roster or keep some versus or a growing roster. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, the my biggest issue with Unite that I'm surprised more people aren't talking about, and maybe because I'm not like that MOBA uh, heavy, but I'm I'm very or, mm-hmm. or maybe I might be talking my ass because I've only put about a couple hours into it, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. But the big thing that kind of wore on me is is just like the same map being used over and over. Yes. Well, and now what are you playing? Are you playing ranked? Are you playing quick matches? I'm just playing ranked and quick matches, but I'm like trying okay. to build. But, like, I didn't know if I, like, maybe I haven't customized or uh, optimized my settings to get a different map, but it's the same. No, uh, it's the same on quick matches for sure. Like, they won't unlock a different map to use until a certain time frame. Yeah, it's, so, it's like, the you'll same. So, like, you'll be using the same map that whole day pretty much on, on quick match. Like, I don't know how much crazier it you can really make it to where you, you give more goals to, and expand the map. But even just the shape of the map, hell, like instead of an oval shape, like I'll take a star shape or or something else. It's just basically like it, it, well, and, and that's what it comes down to MOBAs, like you said. Like you have to have a specific lane variety. You have top, middle, and bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily need that with quick matches because you have less players. Yeah. Um, there's some that are three v three. There's some that are four v four, and so the map's going to be a little bit more condensed, and you're both fighting over a same goal. As opposed to playing 5v5 where you have a goal on your side, goal on their side, and you have a couple in between the lanes. Um, so, I mean, the structure of it does make it seem samey. Like, there's not much depth to the the maps that you're playing because of the structure that has to adhere to. Mm-hmm. But there are differences with, like... And something they do interesting in Unite is instead of having, like, a... Like a like, I don't know what they call it in League, like, Creeps that would follow you around and, like, attack towers for you as you were trying to, like, fight other champions and try and take down towers. You'd have this, like, a bunch of minions follow you around and, and help you take out the to- tower. They were just, like, you know, there to take damage for you or to damage things for you. Uh, Pokemon doesn't have that. It has, like, wild Pokemon that you can yes. attack and then and earn then, orbs. Right, because there's, there's mm-hmm. random, like... um 
there there are random cycles of various Pokemon that offer various power ups. They either give you like yes. if you take it down, uh, you're you're given a power buff for uh, however long or speed buff or, for however long, or, or or just or just a bunch of orbs. Right. So there always there's always reasons to go after bigger Pokemon. It can be big points of contention in, in a match. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's knowing your roles as whichever character you decide to play as, knowing which lane you're going to be in. And having a good team dynamic is very important. But that being said, I think that the game is accessible enough to where if you just want to go in and just say, I'm just going to fuck up a lot of stuff or I'm going to, I'm going to score as many goals as I can, mm-hmm. um, you can do that and still be effective. But I think as you get into more higher rankings, then that's when you really need to be like, I mean, laser focused on what you're doing. I, I did notice like in terms of, like, of the available Pokemon, um, the two mm-hmm. that I felt were broken... Um, were Garchomp and Gengar. Gengar... Gengar's been nerfed already. Oh, he has. Okay. Yeah, they just updated. Yeah, um, I have a lot of run-ins with um, Ninetales and the uh, whichever one has the soccer ball. Oh, um, because their range is insane Cinderace. later on. Like as yeah, a, as they evolve, which I don't know if those evolve or if they just become more powerful. Um, so basically, in Pokemon Unite, your Pokemon can start at its like first. At its stage, and then it, it, it can evolve through progression of the game. Mm-hmm. And the more you evolve, the more powerful your attacks become, and you have new abilities you can utilize. Eventually, building up to a unite move, which is kind of like your special, your your ultimate, you know, whatever which, you want to call it. Um, I remember Gengar had like a really nasty AOE, um, but I felt yeah. like a lot of people um kind of countered that. Like you, when people started picking up on Gengar's AOE and and just kind of like coordinating like a team assault to the point where mm-hmm. you can just fucking absolutely bull rush like at least the first two goals and then just create a gap in between score until yep. the clock ran out. Uh, a lot of people counter that with Mr. Mime. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and as a defensive kind of character, it helps to have that because um, Gengar is kind of broken because he's a speedster, but has the, the the damage output of like an all around or even an attacker, mm-hmm. so there's definitely an imbalance. I was there. I was enjoying um, Lucario for a second, but that's the one thing that um I think really turned me off too. Um, man, there is a lot of uh like the speed issues really got on my nerves to where like I know that's mm-hmm. a big mechanic, but man, some of these fucking boys are so slow. Yes, and I think that kind of comes down to like. Because I would get frustrated because I've played primarily Machamp the whole time. Mm. Like, I have not deviated from that character at all. And sometimes the matchups work in my favor. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. I think it's knowing... Because a lot of those characters don't really get effective until late game. Like, my Machamp, like, in its base form, which is... Machop. Oh, okay, ma- gotcha. Machop, Machoke, Machamp. Gotcha. So those initial stages, I'm dog shit, man. Like, if I'm going off against, like, even, like, a Pikachu... Um, I'm I'm pretty much hosed. So it's really important to well, build up your stuff by like uh, fi- finding those wild Pokemon. Yeah, or which assisting. you have an advantage of because I was gonna say um, the type advantages aren't as big as in other games as they are. Like they're not that big here, but it's just mm-hmm. enough to where like I the a lot of the wild Pokemon are like normal types. Normal type only has one weakness, which is yeah. uh, fighting. So you actually have an advantage. See, it's the exact opposite. Um, to where, well, no, actually, apologies, it's similar. Uh, Ghastly, uh, I have to be very careful with, cause like when I was running Gengar, 
I had to be very mm. careful with some of the wild Pokemon I encountered because they kept the the normal type immunity to ghost type attacks. So I either had to use uh. any of Ghastly's poison type or like mm-hmm. uh, I had to kind of rely on my teammates. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that kind of really cycles out. I don't know. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I I hate the interface. Uh, it is the most lazy ass smartphone cluttered interface I've I've ever. Which well, you say that because it is going to be on phones. Here yeah. Shortly. Yeah. So I'm sure that's why that is. But would, yeah, it's not great. You know. But no. For for what it is for a free game. No. I mean, I'm I'm it, digging it. I'm digging sure. it too. Like I I I didn't get into it like. Like I did, like it was neat. Um, I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't. Uh, I'll, and I'll talk about why. There's a bunch of other stuff uh, that I've been playing, yeah. but it, it's definitely been um, being. It's been cycled out in and out uh, on my Switch. Um, but I, I'm now kind of encountering, and I think other players have too, like the uh, the pay to, pay to win, just like with every other MOBA, yeah. like people just pumping in some cash and, and grabbing specific Pokemon and buffs, and just kind of running rug shot and leveling up like that's I, I think I just need more variety to really get into it because it's one of those where like I definitely can sit down and, and dump an hour into it or dump maybe an mm-hmm. hour and a half but uh, I don't know like how often like there isn't enough variety for me to do that uh, every day so I, 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 definitely I, I, I think if you're it. looking for that it's definitely lacking but for me like my play type I have one character and I play just that character so if you earn enough in-game currency to buy a character that you want to keep, and the buffs are very inexpensive. Like, the, the amount of currency you earn in-game to buy buffs is not all that difficult. The only thing that you'll have to really spend actual money on more than likely is buying all the Pokemon. So if you want yeah. to have everyone in your roster, then you're going to be putting down some money. Other than that, I think it's reasonably like able to access like a character or two that you yeah, like. Yeah, I grabbed. Um, I have Lucario down, down the road. We'll see. I have Lucario, Gengar, and Charizard, I believe. And I think I um I got enough in-game currency where he was on sale. I grabbed Snorlax, and oh my god, like that again. Snorlax good, yeah. He's he's great for just like tanking, but Jesus Christ, they're all so slow. They're all so yeah. slow, and I love yeah. like I know the mechanics of like you know uh setting up momentum for the tracks and. Another thing mm-hmm. I can't figure out, those fucking catapults on your base. I don't know how to make them work. I don't even uh, bother. Down, uh, so if you approach it, it only happens later in the game, but yeah, down on down on your D-pad. Yeah, I... And, I then, and then you use the R trigger to, like, launch yourself. You have to, like, use the analog. It, it is very... It's a needlessly <laughs> it's a cumbersome. Dis- like... Yeah, it, yeah, I agree. I agree. For, like, something as simple, like, for any other platform or any other game, like, of any variety... It it should just impl- like just simple uh, apply pressure, let go mm-hmm. of said pressure, and then based on what pressure you put, will determine the velocity and and distance that you get. Like it, especially like when you're like in a in a heated moment. Yeah, a heated battle. Like okay. it just it feels like you're just button mashing at some point. You're like, well, I don't know if any of this is hitting or registering. Like I have no fucking clue. Yeah, um, it's very hard to like, be. Accurate. You're 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 trying to manage cooldowns. You're trying to manage positioning. Yes. Like like none of that needs to. Like you're, if you're gonna offer something, this should give your yourself an advantage to like catch yourself back up with the like the battle at hand. Like make it easier to use. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, no, dude, yeah. I've been absolutely fucking around with uh, Pokemon Unite as well. So I'm um, I'm happy that you've also been digging it. 
Um, I have, and I, th- I think it is very approachable for, you know, people that don't really play a lot of MOBAs. I think there's enough to get out of it to, you know, be, be fun. But I'm sure most people probably hit a wall, like you said, at some point where it's like either I pay and, like, just get as good as I can at this game or I will just be regulated to playing quick matches for, like, 10, 15 minutes I, and calling it a day. Uh, yeah, I just find it funny because, like, in Hades, um, you have, like, you, you've had, you've built such a comfort to, like, you know, play around with your arsenal. Where mm-hmm. like you're playing Unite the way I play Hades, where I've 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 found an affinity with this one weapon and I cannot Yep. And you just stick with it. And you yeah. stick with it. I cannot stand like the idea of like even though like it works against me, which I at some point I'm gonna break out of my comfort zone uh and do mm-hmm. that. But aside from Unite, uh have you been anything else? <sighs> you know, I mean I, I, I briefly went back and started playing Avengers again. Um I just saw they had a free weekend uh this past week that maybe that game should have just been free to play to begin with. Um, it's not worth the price what you get, but I, I've liked the campaign of what I've played so far, uh, just for like the Miss Marvel stuff. Like I think if it was just that standalone game of Miss Marvel, I think it would have been better suited. I think it's suited. on Games Pass, so I'd like to check it out. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, it, it, look, it looks great. Like It is like amazing how good that game looks, but the gameplay is very boring. Um, I, I think that Guardians of the Galaxy might be a better like second chance for them to do that kind of game. Cause I feel like Avengers was very like you had to play specific characters. You had to do specific beats in the story, having more of a focus on like a team mechanic in guardians and playing which member you want to play as, I think will probably be what's best for that. Um, but yeah, I went back and started playing some of it. I'd like to see the campaign through just, I don't know. I kind of had an itch for playing that game just to kind of finish it up if I had a chance to, but nothing to report that already hasn't been talked about since that game's release. Like, it, it has its issues. Um, I think it, it might be too far gone to come back. But, I mean, I, I hope for its sake it does. I'd like to see a, a Destiny-style games of service with Marvel characters like that. I think that'd be a, a good fit. Like, I just want Marvel Ultimate Alliance again. And I, I don't think 3 really scratched that ish on no. Switch. So, I think if we could do something like that, I'd be pretty happy about it. I Yeah, um, and, and just... It's funny you say that because um, I I still remember Justice League Heroes and I would I would love <laughs> for something to that extent, especially with all the things that have been happening within the comics and just the yeah. um, ever burgeoning popularity of Suicide Squad, especially with the recent movie. Which I'm surprised it did not start off the show on a high. Like you want to talk about a good movie, you should watch on HBO Max. It was. It was amazing. It was really good. And I'm I so liked it. bummed that it like did not have a good box op, but like of course it didn't cuz people would rather watch that shit at home where there's no yeah, absolutely. fucking virus but i don't know that's mm-hmm. that's another and they won't, conversation. And, they, and and they won't put green knight out on any kind of digital release and it makes me sad cuz i really want to see that movie oh no because fucking between poor box office and scarlet joe just fucking mm-hmm. throwing around her lawyers being like rah, 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 like anyway mm-hmm. uh um Okay, I guess uh, I'll step in. Um, yeah, sure. So, got a bunch of goodies. Um, okay. Birthday. Uh, so, I got a Series X, thanks to Val. Like, she really came through the... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Out of every Q setup, which I'm... I, we should not have to fucking buy video games this way. It's... No. It's maddening. It is It is soul-sucking. I can't... I can't deal, dude. Uh, but we lucked out. We, we lucked out. We, we secured it. And I, I do, I will say that I do enjoy like 
Um, the way Microsoft handled it with conjunction with GameStop is just like, all right, you're in. You have 10 minutes. Yeah. Fucking, that's it. That's all we'll give you. Do not fuck this up. And, like, you just go for it and you just try to mm-hmm. uh, get it all done. And we lucked out. Just get, lucked. get it wrapped up, yeah. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of the, the shipment. Um, Just, like, mm. there is a few dents in my box, but the system otherwise is uh, A-OK. Um, Good. Fast as shit. Uh, I set it all up. Uh, I, I didn't even realize this, but I had backed it up uh, through my uh, companion app. So it just pulled all the information from my... Yeah, the setup's pretty easy. Yeah. Same with my S. When I got Series S, it was like, you had an Xbox, you know, whatever. Like, do you want to just bring all that shit over? Okay, cool. Like, is it all based on, like, the Wi-Fi you have? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because it noticed that my... And it was weird because I didn't even open. I opened my app through the Series X off of my phone because it Mm -hmm. it all detected that I was connected to the same network. It was uh, very Snowden. But, like, other than that, yeah. like, it was... A little, little suspect, yeah, for yeah, sure. But it was very convenient uh, otherwise. Um, so far, uh, I, I got Scarlet Nexus. That's my first... Well, I mean, there's a few other Series X games. Like, I, I also technically have Balan Wonderworld uh, that I can fucking... I, I won't. Um, you got to bring over, like, a uh, upgrade? Uh, I did upgrade the, the first one I upgraded, and, man, I, I just... I don't get it. I guys, I don't want to shit on this. I want to be I want to love this game. But uh I loaded up Control on my Xbox One mm-hmm. X and I was already really stuck. Like I got lost in that game. But and check this out. I loaded it up and my file was broken because oh, no. I Oh no. No, I didn't have a gun. I would shoot it like the gun was completely missing from Jessica's hand. hand. Bullets. No gun, no bullets, and it, like I, I would basically I'd go to the menu, I would equip different stuff, change nothing. I was already fairly far, and I and I finally said to myself, "Fuck this." I, I don't think I've tried so hard to enjoy a game since Persona Four, but by God, I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna see what the goddamn fuss is about. So I told myself, you know what? I killed it. I destroyed whatever remnant I had of this game on my One X. I moved it over to Series X. I also found uh, Quantum Break for $4. So I picked it Hell up yeah. and I installed that. So I'm going to have a, a Remedy weekend at some point, And by God, I'm going to make... I'm, I'm going to fucking enjoy Control, even if it kills me. I, I just got to get through that first shitty boss. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows? They may have fixed it. They may have made it less shitty. Who who knows? I need to know because there's a lot to like in the game that I do like. I it just plays like shit. It plays terribly, and I hate that. Like I read like, and I I don't know. Maybe I'm just being fastidious or whatnot, but I never notice the people like call out. Like I think at one point I finally got a list to admit like uh of who's now uh, editor in chief of Gama Sutra. So congrats to her. Um, who got to admit like yeah, it's it's a little clunky. I'm like a little. Fuck that. Hmm. No, dude, like this game like we're we're in the year twenty twenty one. It I, I need I need this to be better. So I don't know. Um I'll I'll give it a, a heave ho uh once I, I decide to, I've I've told myself I'm gonna set a weekend for it. Um downloaded uh a bunch on Games Pass. Haven't really like hit halfway, 
and I've already got like 23 games installed between like. Whoa. Um, yeah. That's a one terabyte? Yeah. Yeah. So nice. feeling pretty good about that. I'm not looking forward nice. to the, like the $300 like fucking my card ass. I know. I hate that they make it fucking proprietary. That pisses me off. I, I mean, it's it's whatever, dude. Like I at this point, I, guess. I, I just need it to. I haven't even invested into like a Seagate for all the other I, like hitting my cap mm. for all these systems is, is uh, uh, by all means. No, if anything, like I. I love that. I love that. Like now, I'm managing real estate, like the One X, and mm-hmm. the Series X. Which, I mean, some of you at home may be listening, like that's redundant. You're stupid, George. But listen up. First off, fuck you. This is this is my house, not yours. Yeah. Secondly, um, I still very much use my Connect. I I enjoy talking to my system. I enjoy. Uh, playing Crimson Dragoon and Fruit Ninja Two and Fru, and maybe you can you can just suck your shit up because guess what? I can't move um my connect over to the Series X. In fact, I finally got an OEM instead of the shitty third party adapter that's been going in and out. I have an OEM now adapter that took me a while to get uh, at a really good price. I was very proud. I got it for twenty three bucks. So um, nice. now I just got yeah, dude that. I had to jump on it. So now I don't have to worry about the connects going in and out of connection and fussing with it. It should just work. Um, so yeah, just managing real estate between the two systems has been really nice. Uh, my One X can breathe a little easier. Uh, and then just games that, of course, are more optimized to take advantage. Uh, moving over, like I moved over Gears 5. Um, and just mm-hmm. moving over and it just holding on all my shit like unbelievably easy like the ease of access yeah. between navigation and managing these two like which kind of bumps me out because like i mentioned i would love to have shared hard drive space between two 360s which you can't really do it kind of i don't know you can't copy it'd be kind of nice to, yeah just designate like your other system as like a server almost just to like hold that stuff yeah um mm-hmm. And then I, I haven't even gotten into the nasty of, of like setting up my Japanese 360 and, and setting that up after just going through setting up my Japanese PlayStation Network account, which that's also um, that funny enough has been somewhat easy between uh, my PS3 and my PS4 because I forgot that they upgraded the PS3 quite a while ago to like basically take on like the UI and the sensibilities of, of the newer PSN. Um, but yeah, I'm not looking forward to the nightmare that I've heard with PlayStation Five. Um, it's rough, dude. Yeah, I I kind of like especially like 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 playing a game disc in the PS Five. It's a PS Four version. You get the free upgrade. It's such a fucking convoluted mess. Like trying to figure yeah, that whole because like more often than now, out. like it it reminds me of and like I mean I'm doing this on my own. Like I'm doing this to myself, but it reminds me of. Um, my blackbird uh, hdmi matrix so like uh i don't have i don't run um mm. the um vcs in 4k mode as i mentioned in my review that after a while it's not it, it's 4k is broken so that sucks mm-hmm. so like it's better played and better operated in 1080p so um, I got rid of one of my 4K cables. I lent it to a friend, and I told myself I need to buy another cable. 
So because I have one non-4K compliant cable in the matrix when I'm doing my capture, because I'm splitting it between TV and capture device, uh, it affects the entire matrix to where it makes everything else run in 1080, even though it's 4K. It'll even tell, like, the systems will just operate saying, oh, your TV's not capable of this, because the matrix doesn't know how to do two things at once. So just to, like, basically remove these cables, cycle and cache out the original cable, and then get everything back to where the matrix can run the HDR and the fidelity, uh, it's fine with the Series X. But with my mm -hmm. PlayStation 4, I gotta power it down multiple times before it then recognizes, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, luckily, it saves all of my previous HDR settings. And I don't know if it's more convoluted because I have it filtered through the newer um, VR that's HDR compliant. Um, but, yeah, I can't even imagine, like, throwing my fucking, the eventual PS5 into this mix. And, God, Monoprice, I want to do more than four fucking systems please introduce a larger hdr matrix you guys make good shit please um i don't know so that i'm, I'm not looking forward to but uh, i've got to mess around with my series x ever so slightly just basically playing more series uh, xbox one x games that i couldn't um i, I did play the medium uh which man, those poor devs and another uh, more of Jason Shire's fuck ups and just like all the drama that like came to be with uh, whether or not they'd be involved with Silent Hill. Um, I I really enjoy uh Medium. Funny enough, um, it it really feels like for you know it, it, maybe it's just because it's also a Western studio, but it really feels like if Remedy did do Silent Hill, that's what it feels like. Um, there's some, I can see that. Yeah. There's some unique puzzles. Um, some of the narrations a little, uh, long winded, but it's gorgeous. I, I enjoyed playing it. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to play, um, uh, Scarlet Nexus yet. I just installed it, but mainly, uh, the series S has just been setting it up. I did. Um, I took advantage of my Xbox, uh, gamers pass ultimate perk i do and i i was introduced to the perk system that also kind of fucked me up because uh when i bought that through microsoft um i got it with ultimate for a year and i and like yeah. it's neat because it's uh i was paying for games pass but now like i guess my games pass is going to restart after i get it for the year but i was expecting a card or a code and it's just integrated into the system Oh yeah, wow. it was it was, it, but it took me so I was looking it was for it and it was looking for an emails uh, or documents pre-installed already. Yes. Yeah, know all that stuff from like an account level. Like that's good that it just knows that. Yeah, it made it like yeah. it. That's it, it was confusing, but not like annoying. Like it, it just it took me off guard a bit. Um. Mm. So yeah, I I got to mess around with the Series X. I enjoyed it. Um. So I can try to finish up this room because I'm getting I'm getting close to the finish line. Um. I, I was looking at, like, because I am by no means a modder of any sort, but I told myself, hey, I was able to set up my, uh, my Rhea, like, it was, it was some trial and error, and it was really nervous, like, you know, exchanging ribbon cables, but fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna install my, uh, GC loader, um, I don't know how I fucked it up. But I fucked up one thing, and it was a nightmare. It was a 45-minute nightmare, but, like, I, I, I did it. Um, 
they're screw heads around like the uh, plating that holds the laser in place, and they're very tiny screws. And I don't know how. And I and and like I think it's me, uh, just because I fucked up IKEA furniture or like Walmart furniture where there's always one strip screw where I strip the screw head just because I apply too much force and my screwdriver eats the screw head. I did that to one of the GameCube screws. To where, and there, it was the tiny screw, the tiny screw that's holding the plate. So I ended up having to get pliers and nervously sweat for like 45 minutes. And cause I have like, I still needed the screw to go back. Um, but I ended up doing that and using Laser Bear's, uh, uh, a GC loader SD extension mount. So that way I don't have a big gaping hole. Uh, I got it to match my system and I got to, I've been fucking around with my GameCube, but uh, with component cables using um, uh, Swiss and Game Boy interface. And let me tell you, like, Extrems is a beautiful, beautiful individual. This person, I had... I, if you guys go back and you fuck around with Game Boy Player and the software disc, just the ugly, darkened, smeared, miserable excuse of video output that, like... It, it, it's mind-boggling how shitty it is. And, like, even then, like, technically, and I, and I, I got, like, the standard version of Game Boy Interface. Um, so, like, I could technically play this in 240p, and I'm, I have a monitor that would be better optimized on, but I, I've just been lazy in, like, finding the time that I can to play stuff. I'm just playing on a 480i. Which I'm playing it on the PVM. I, I had I have the PVM set aside where I have like my Amiga CD32. Um, I I have it playing and it's outputting at 480i and 480i and this thing looks great. It's fine. Um, so I, it's not in, until I get the Ikigami TV, which should be arriving sometime next week. Um, courtesy of Grab and Go Gaming. Um, fucking I I won't be able to check out 40p and whatnot, but just the scaling and screen size options between the two, I, dude, I have such a newfound appreciation for Game Boy and like where I, I, I've been able to fuck around with so many different hacks, like the Torres hacks for Super Mario Land 1 and 2, the DX um, makeovers. They, there, was, he, there was also one done for Super, uh, Metroid 2. Um, and just a bunch of, uh, like I was thinking of you, Ed, I was playing the shit out of Iridian 2. Which man? Oh yeah. Iridian two, like, like the one thing that I told you, like, where I'm really digging about the Amiga is all the crazy Amiga music that came from like all of those European devs. It has an a it has an Amiga ass soundtrack that I I like really got into. Um, but even then, like, uh, also playing like Ninja Five O and like the the Castlevania Game Boys and uh, uh, uh Game Boy Advance games. But more, more most importantly, uh, I was playing a lot of Metroid. So uh, I just recently beat Zero Mission. I like I've never played such a perfectly balanced and paced game. Um, and the Game Boy uh, Metroids kind of catch a lot of shit because there's some hand holding. Uh, Zero Mission, um, no, it hand holds. It's so subtle to the point where like I accidentally sequence broke it without even realizing because it's been so long. Where I completely missed a certain path in Norfair and ended up fucking. Uh, fighting Ridley right away. Like, I fought Ridley before I fought Kraid, um, and I was stuck in a room for a second, and, like, I was just like, no way did the boys at Nintendo, like, because I, I, I fucking, I couldn't leave because um, 
I didn't have the speed boost, which is something that you would normally have to get through Ridley. I somehow navigated through a lot of it. Um, but there's one little corner in a room uh, by the Norfair um, entrance and exit that will you can just missile out of and and still do a cliffhang. Um, I I really dug playing Zero Mission. Like out of all the game, like I love Zero Mission far more than Fusion. Uh, I've been playing Fusion again, and I totally forgot how slow and talky that game is and like it is so linear i forgot how linear it was it's still super fun and like it's gorgeous to play but it's one of the least metroidy games like it's it's weird like uh like other m is still like more metroidy in in terms of level design than or at least right away fusion won't shut the fuck up for like the first couple of hours uh but then like once you get the hang of its rhythm of like having to have objectives assigned to you before you decide to go off the beaten path, which we all love doing, like like that's the point of Metroid. Um, but I don't know. Um, I I picked up Prime Trilogy. I, I just booted up on my Wii and I decided fuck it, my Wii U, because uh, I wanted to play it and I totally forgot that like, and I was trying to do this with my um, Wii Duel to get around this, but I totally forgot that like, uh, the original did not have widescreen support. So what they did is they um they were able to get halfway widescreen support for the visual design uh but the overall HUD is a stretched 16 by 9. But being is like the visor HUD is just a bunch of like vectored pixels anyway. It's not that big of a deal and it actually looks fine. Uh so uh, unlike uh, Metroid Prime 2 and 3 that have proper widescreen support so they they look much better. Um but I'm going to try to get through Prime I have to remember that Prime until the last end of the game is also very linear. In fact, people hate when it opens up and you got to backtrack and do a bunch of shit. So um, I don't know if I'll drop off of it, you know, at the artifact stage again like we all do, but I'd like to try to finish it. Um, uh, Pokemon Go. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go again. And Andrew, you opened up a few of my gifts, so I think you're still playing. You should keep playing. I am. I am. I, I try to when I'm close to a uh, a stop. Been, I don't have a stop you, you where I'm located. On, I don't know how many remote passes so. you have. Didn't they change that though? I thought like isn't that the like point of controversy right now? Is that you can't reach certain things as far as you could before? Like they like right. So yeah. Well, no, that's different. Oh, okay. So, but yes, but it is noticeably like Val and I have been having a hard time. Yeah. Uh, but we. The weekend before they made the change uh, for our anniversary, we went to the city. And yeah, um, you could be 80 feet away um, or the equivalent of what would be considered 80 feet. So you had quite a bit of range yeah. to get a lot of stops. But now they went back to the stock range of like the equivalent of 40 feet. Mm -hmm. And it's it almost feels worse. Yeah. So like even like as a passenger in a vehicle. Like where it was kind of ch it went right back to that, and also like the the the, the rate of speed, like because mm -hmm. I like to go running or longboarding. Mm -hmm. Um, you can at least clock twenty miles per hour without it being too fast to register distance. Yeah. For um, but now it's even getting finicky to where it's fifteen. So like I don't know what Niantic's play is at this because like you know at at such a crucial point, and again with everything going on with COVID and 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 Delta. 
Um, I don't, I don't see why scaling this back is like, I don't even know what sort of financial gain. You I, have I, I don't think there this. is. I mean, I think that it's already in place. Like it shouldn't, it's probably just a, like they hit a button and it does it. You know? Yeah. Like it can't be that difficult thing to do. I would, I would not imagine. Yeah. Like you're not encouraging, like if anything, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I am enjoying like the, the remote system. We never like, cause we took a big break. So we got back into it mm-hmm. and like, I threw my tag on Twitter um and and added a bunch of people across the world. So now mm-hmm. like if I am online and like I leave my online indicator, uh I've already rated in Germany, mm-hmm. in Russia, and United Kingdom, um which is kind of definitely made uh advancing and growing a lot easier. Like we've already leveled once. So like even with the increase of the ever climbing level cap, um uh my favorite Pokémon mechanic of all time Mega Evolution, which I'm so sad in the mainstay of games, how it's just been nerfed and largely, like, ignored. Um, it's a big deal in Go right now, and it's just been so fun. Like, at first, I wasn't there for the initial rollout of it. Uh, initially, I was told it sucked ass. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really bad, uh, where it only lasted for four hours, and the cost of it was uh, just way too cumbersome to really invest in and i can see it's had an effect because i can get anyone to get down on doing a legendary raid but man it's pulling teeth to get people to be like yeah. let's do a mega raid people don't want to no do one it. no one does it yeah you're right well and but like i i mean i i can convince people to do it just you know because i i want to tell like i have a a 100 perfect iv charizard so it's definitely, and I've already gotten enough candy just from our trip, or I'm sorry, not energy. I've gotten enough energy from our trip. They've changed it to where, like, once you do the initial evolution, um, and it'll last for eight hours, every subsequent evolution thereafter is only, like, 40. Mm-hmm. So I built up a stock of, like, 440. So even then, I could do it two more times. Um, but the neat thing about Mega Evolution is not only uh, does it, uh, now lasts double the time. It's eight hours. It crazy increases that Pokemon, but it gives you an attack boost. So when somebody's Mega Evolved and they go into a raid, they automatically give the equivalent of uh, a good friend um, attack bonus. So you stack that with other people who have A, may have also Mega Evolved, giving themselves even additional stacks. And if you have the best friendship or great friendship uh, attack boosts, if you coordinate it just right, you can definitely take on like five star raids with like four or five people yeah. competently. Yeah. So like it's it's definitely added like a really cool layer. Um, I just wish you can like. I I wish there was a better means of communication, um, where like. The only, like the, the, the shitty way that we found, like it reminds me of the one eight hundred collect commercials from back in the day. Where um people that I don't know on social media or don't have like added through like a, a mediary like Discord, I'll offer to trade them a Pokemon and I change the Pokemon's name to like, Hey, are you down to do this raid? Fucking <laughs> see if like they're they're down and they pick it up. And like I you, you know say you randomly we, sent I, me one too. And I was like, Oh shit, my bad, I missed it. <laughs> No, it's cool. Yeah, I've been trying to send like uh, everybody. Like, I think I sent one to Ren. I sent one to you, Ed, but I don't know if you got it. Um, Jay of uh, Hey Poor Player, uh, he's been playing again, so I've been playing with him. Um, and then the buddy system, 
Um, I, I finally am getting Trico to be, he's my favorite Pokemon of all time. So, uh, he's my, I got him as a hundred percent. So I've been growing him, uh, getting best friends with your buddy, um, will give them a CP boost. So, um, just, they've made it easier between events and uh, like, we've caught up on a bunch of research, but like, we still don't have the Melton, uh, research. So mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't have, um, a Melton cause we haven't caught a Cubone and there, I don't even think Cubone's in the game anymore. Uh, uh man, so, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the last time I saw one. Yeah, hmm. they, they, they've been cycling them out, so gotcha. I don't know when we'll be able to... We did all the Giovanni ones. We got a near-perfect Ho-Oh. Um, I got a perfect Venomoth. That's the, a perfect Venomoth and a perfect Snivy to grow into Superior or whatnot. I, I hate Gen 5. Um, so uh, we've been playing five like monsters. My next... Um, once I get Trico perfect, I've been thinking about whether or not I throw my Charizard in there. Um, because also when you Mega Evolve, and I'm going to check it out if that's true or maybe a red hearsay, um, when you walk him as your buddy or any other that you've Mega Evolved, they not only earn candy, but they also earn energy, so you don't have to be so dependent on raids, because like right now the current Mega is Ampharos. So like once I go through all my Evolve energy, like I have to wait on a raid to get more, but apparently there's going to be more research tasks, more not so... Like, it's been nice. Like, I'm glad there's some level of use of this mechanic. Um, so, yeah, we've been playing a shit uh, Pokemon Go. Um, uh, aside from the GC Loader, the Series X, and Pokemon Go, um, uh, I've been reviewing... Oh, yeah, fuck. I forgot. I mentioned perks. Uh, I played the Space Jam beat 'em up I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. It is so... I, I'm so bummed that uh this is done by digital backbone like the same people um i know it's not digital backbone anymore i forget their new name or maybe it is i don't same know same people it's a, huh like like, like who, they make something prior to this yeah the like the Mega Man legacy collection like all of the other no some shit. of the other uh previous yeah dude uh and chris kohler's involved with them now oh. um where frank cefaldi used to be involved because now frank Cefaldi's doing vgf yeah yeah uh, yeah so chris kohler stepped in um, it is so boring. Like, it is, there's no variety. Like, the, the coolest thing about the Space Jam beat em up is that, like, you have a basketball with you that you can incorporate and, and, like, bounce off of and cause some combos, but it is just, fuck, dude, it is soggy cornbread. It is so boring. Like, it, it, I don't know. You can earn cards to do, like, summons of other characters that aren't in, but, you you can you have your choice of a brawn, Lola, or Bugs, and there's like I I expect a, a beat 'em up to like have variety, mm-hmm. like especially when you like you're releasing a beat 'em up in the same time frame that we've got Streets of Rage four, and we've got yeah, like yeah. even Pat like no dude like there is like I'd rather play Riot Zone on Turbografx CD. There's more variety in that final fight ass ripoff than this fucking game. It it it, it bummed me out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it and it it looks okay. Like, I don't know. I don't want to shit on it's it too much. Pretty, like, pretty decent looking Don Cheadle at the beginning. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah, for 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 the pixelated visuals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. No, um, I I so, I. I, I randomly played it when it was like free for game pass for like that, like little bit of time. 
And yeah. I was not. I was like, okay. It's super boring. Yeah. It's just like it. Like I. I was. I was considering I that. Go like in with like okay. a lot of expectations, though. Honestly. I mean. Yeah. They didn't do the obvious. They didn't do a basketball game. And the, if if anybody played the original Space Jam basketball game, like which is a a, a poor man's NBA Jam, and that's being kind to mm. it. Uh, I I was expecting like, oh, we're gonna do a beat 'em up. I'm like, okay, that's kind of fucking neat. Like, all right, but it's 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 a poor man's even poorer like bad beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't know, and, and like I I'm I'm mad that that's there. Um, the Alex the Kid remake. I'm reviewing that, and that'll also be out with Biomutant. I got further in Biomutant. Nice. Um, I, oh my god. That ain't better. I I want to like it. No, no, I want to like okay. this game. It's <laughs> I didn't just think so. it it dude. It just it's so it's I I can't I hate the technical performance of it. It yeah. it should not stutter and like it 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 locks up in certain areas. But um, I finally just like leveled up to where um I have resistance against all the environmental elements mm-hmm. just because I grinded in a specific area. So like now if it's super hot or like the only area that like you, like I haven't found resistance against yet is the dead zone and where you can suffer from hypoxia. Um, but you have to be in your mount for that. But yeah, I, I just, I can't fucking, I don't know, man. I can't say, I think the thing I hate about it the most is it just doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know. Like it, 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 I, much, I don't know if yeah. it, I, I can't stand the smug British narrator and like the the annoying banjo kazooie talk that they don't do charmingly, like all like it's just it's weird. I'm not a fan of it, um, and I'm about to publish that review. I I I'm invested enough to where I'm gonna try to see it through, but like it, man, it peaks. It peaks at some point. Like at at some point, like the gameplay loop is is just. I, I think a lot of it has to do with its awful world design, like terrible world design. Nothing is intuitive. Nothing feels good. Like it, it, the context sensitivity of interacting with things uh, and the fact that it's very linear, like um, you can stumble across like forts. And because you haven't done a sequence of events, like even though like if you jump and time it right, you can sequence break and jump into the fort. The game will literally uh, fade out and fade you back like, 40 feet away from the fort and it, it, it'll say like no we you, you can't be here you needed to do this other thing and i didn't know that yeah be- because i'm like the whole point of an open world game is to just explore. go off the off beaten path and yeah. explore yeah. um but yeah no you have to really like go on the beaten path just so you can get the right mounts and get the Which, right grinding because but it's a shame because they they advertise and mark that game as not that <laughs> It, but no, it, it absolutely. If if you do not do a lot of the main missions with at least in the first ten hours, you just don't progress. You will, you, yeah, you'll bang your head against like mm. you'll die in areas that will kill you from like environmental effects. Um, a lot of the areas are covered in water, and like for the until I got the water mount, I sequence broke like there there are boat enemies mm-hmm. where like I timed a glide and like landed on the boat and would just like find areas of mass just because you can't swim for long periods of time like no biomutant oh man it is not the game i thought it would be yeah um so and i want a lot out of that company because i feel like they're doing it's kind of a you know smaller indie developer like biting off a lot i mean really like like very what's the word i'm looking for 
Ambitious. Very ambitious. It's Thank very you. ambitious. Yes, that is the word. That is the key word, ambitious. But, but, they, but they did not follow through. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just talk two more games, and then I'll be it for me and mm. wrap up. Mm. Um, I'm also reviewing the Alex Kidd remake. Holy shit. I, all right, Ed, I, I'm going to need your help here because I, I have the Alex Kidd remake, and I and I have Alex Kidd game. Um, Alex Kidd. Um, Master System, like the, the okay. poor, Sega's poor man's Mario before oh, they got Sonic. Shit. Okay. Um, and I can't find the fucking game and I don't actually have a master ever drive. So please help me. Um, was Alex the kid, like, was it slippery as fuck from what you remember to where like, we're talking like a refrigerator on roller skates. Like he has no traction. Oh yeah. You... Mm-hmm. Okay. Then yeah, the control maybe... the, the control wasn't fantastic at all. Okay, but the remake is worse. I know it's worse, and How? like I, what? well, I'll tell you why. And like it was actually Joe Redifer of GameSack. Um, he he kind of sorts because something feels off about the game. It's the PAL version that it's sourced from that they they built the source and remake from. But being poor, being forced to 60 hertz. So everything feels weird and unnatural because it's skipping the sixth frame. So like everything, like all the pinpoint platforming and precision, um, is automatically harder. So it just felt harder to play. I did not, I, I'm not enjoying it. Also, it's beautiful to look at. Like fucking gorgeous to look at. And it went for the Wonder Boy thing that Lizard Cube did, where you can switch between an old uh, Master Sim, excuse me, Master System uh, style graphics versus new graphics. Sometimes you have to go to the Master System style graphics because there is so many like affectations in the background and foreground that like the foreground will actually obscure like certain areas, like underwater. There'll be like the these beautiful like foreground coral uh and seaweed um formations but it'll block like certain passages and where there's like enemies that'll kill you with one hit where I I had to switch to like the old style graphics just so like I can get through and it's not like um it's not a quick transition either like uh Wonder Boy where you can like you know within a blink you're you're there in the graphic old style each transition takes a few seconds to wipe out where it's doing like a, a wipe and then it's doing a wipe in while it's wiping. The game does not pause. The game doesn't stop. So you can literally die during the wipe. <laughs> like it, it, it fucked me up. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I dude, I want these silly ass remakes. I want them like these games deserve it. But the whole point of these games being remade is to fix what was wrong with them, not make them worse. Like, if you want to play Alex Kidd in Miracle World, don't play this one. <laughs> this one, it, it fucking sucks. Like, how, how much, like, these little things have, like, and it sucks too because there's, like, um, there are new levels. There are new levels that are, are not in the original game. And some of them are pretty neat. Um, and even like the big thing that people talk about, like the, the rock, paper, scissors boss fights, they're not that bad. They, they've actually made them a little faster. Um, like, I don't know. I really wanted to like this. 
more than I, I I I can't even say that I like it. It's just there. Like I, I it's a thing. So that review, it's a thing. That review is coming out. Um something that I did fall in love with and I know this podcast has been running a little late, so I'm going to I'm going to do my best to be as succinct as possible, but uh no joke. Uh it it would have been my game of the year had I played it the year it came out. It's it's definitely like become one of my top favorite like top 10 games hands down. Uh, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. Oh, holy shit, dude! It is so addicting. Wow! Like it is. It's very intimidating, but when you get a hang of it, I I cannot stress like how enjoyable like the marriage and and the the weird juxtaposition of of mechanics involved in this game really are. Um, so it's a farming sim meets action sim, but like. In in a mean in in the midst of that too, there is also like various uh, side quests you can do to build up uh, other aspects that coincide with farming, such as learning new farming techniques and new recipes that you can use from the rice harvest that you make each and every year. And this rice harvest, like, dude, the intricacies involved, like, just preparing the soil and tilling it and tilling it to where you one hundred percent till it, you get rid of all the rocks to. Uh, make sure that nothing's obscured. Then the planting and making sure that uh, with the tilling and the rows that you lay the uh, rice plants and seeds, that you make sure that you allow for optimal spacing, which the farming becomes important because uh, the more you do it, there's it, it, there's invisible metrics and invisible stats going in. You're leveling up different farm abilities. So, for example, um, the with each year and more seasons as I plant, um, spacing is crucial. It can't be too far apart and it can't be too close together. But as you do it more, you'll level up and learn a new skill to where there's an automatic grid, like graph paper, that just goes over the field. And then you'll know that you can space two seeds of plant per square. And then you'll level up even further as you go into more seasons to where instead of planting one row at a time, you can plant three rows at the same time. Um, making the planting process quicker and easier because you go into these weird tank controls where you gotta like get on, you know, bend down and back up. And, and every aspect of the farming is like this with each and every day that passes because it's a real, there's a real time cycle. You need to, uh, make sure that you keep in mind the humidity and the temperature of the, uh, the weather. And the water levels that you manage within the fields, as well as the soil. So you can go and scoop literal shit out of the outhouse that's like right next to your house. Um, and, uh, you combine all the various little ingredients and trinkets. You can get mulch, uh, mushrooms, leaves, or whatnot. Um, as well as the food ingredients that spoil in real time. If they do, you can recycle them and repurpose them into, um, into components for your fertilizer um and you also use fossilized amber in the form of demon souls which give potency to various aspects uh these potencies uh go to the yield how much rice you can yield within the growth uh as well as the strength and overall taste and and quality of the rice as well as the other aspects of um making the rice like the uh the the pesticide aspect because every day you got to prune snails frogs 
uh, warts, like just uh, rugwarts, sorry, um, like various little creatures that can ruin the quality, as well as also toxicity, um, which can affect, again, the quality. So, like, uh, I can't mix too many mushrooms, but I uh, include, like, high-quality lumber and then some seaweed and some other stuff. Uh, like, you can build, like, basically um, fertilizer uh, formulas that, that will guarantee, like, a, a better performing and growing rice crop where you do this overnight and then as you sleep and start the next morning, it'll be ready. You want to do it as early in the morning as possible. While you're doing this, you're venturing out into each land, and each land has, like, various little mini-missions. And it's a, it's basically a 2D hack-and-slash. Like, very much like, um... It reminded me of, like, Dust and Elysian Tale and hmm. Ninja Gaiden. Um, like... But the what's really cool is... Uh, the big hook as far as the evasion is that you have, like, this chain. Like, this Bionic Commando-ass chain, but it's very quick. You can use it to swing around enemies uh, and then eventually, like, use it to prop them up and swing them up and then juggle them in the air. So, very much feels like a, a, a Tecmo Ninja Gaiden style um, hack and slash. It gets very challenging uh, because how you level up Sakuna is not through battle experience, but farming experience. The better you farm and the better you do, the more battle techniques you learn. And then from there, you learn and find, like, various uh, perk-ups, uh, which are, like, the, the, the soul uh, leaves that you can then equip uh, against various um, items. And then the am the, that fossilized amber from Demon Souls, you carry, like, currency. When you reach certain thresholds on hand, it powers up whatever you, uh, you equip with those soul perks between your equipment. But... You have to manage, all right, I'm going to get better fertilizer by spending them in, but by doing this, I'm going to nerf my combat abilities a little bit. So you have to manage that among also earning equipment and then earning other items as you... And because you're the only in your little like hodgepodge family that you acquire within the story... Uh, you only um, get to gather so much within a real-life day before you move on you start gradually moving through the seasons. As you expand territory and grow, though, by growing better rice and getting better food, uh, every time you eat food and the better food you eat will also give you combat uh, perks and boosts. So It, it, it kind of reminds it, me it that, uh, very... what was that chef game? You remember that? Yeah, Battle Chef Brigade. Yeah, except kind of reminds Instead me of, of it being like a puzzle game, well, see, you have one of the people that you have, like, they're, uh, they're the cook, but you, for you to learn new recipes, you have to get new, um, new ingredients, mm -hmm. and, like, your ingredients can spoil. So, like, for example, you fight, like, demonic rabbits and boars or whatnot. Um, the only way to preserve meat back in the day was getting salt. Mm -hmm. So, like, that meat can go bad in real time. You can't just cook it either. You need to get, like, the recipe will call for, like, seasons or other components. But, if I want to preserve the meat to at least where I can get it dry or jerky, um, getting clay or salt will allow me to do so. And then that's how I process it with her. So it you, you just picking and choosing what you can do. Um, and then another aspect, too, is that once it becomes nighttime, all of the enemies become insanely more strong and way more resilient. And you can die very easy. So it's a very, like micromanagement of it is so insane, but just the absolute detail of the rice farming process 
like, all right, plant the rice, grow the rice, then pull the rice, like reap it, then dry the rice, then husk the rice, uh, then pound the rice until where you can pound it to a, a nice shimmering white. Then, of the seeds you get to that yield, do a, a, a seed filter where you then decide I'm only going to keep the good seeds. Because like, I, I, I can get a yield of like 600 seeds, but only like 240 of them are really good, and I throw away the other ones because uh, growing bad seeds will affect the overall quality. Mm-hmm. But more and more, and you unlock more fields. So like, dude, I can go on. It's so... It, it is such a wonderfully, brilliantly designed game. Did, I, did it I'm not so come out happy. this year? I really thought it came out this year. I I don't know if it came out this year or last year. I feel like it came out last year. Hmm. It's on PS4 and Switch. Switch I, yeah. I grabbed it on Switch. Um, and I I it it sold well. It sold over a million units. Um, but I feel like nobody talked about it. Uh, for I've, a long I've seen and, like, people like saying it's praises online, but I never really dug into it to know. It came out last November. Last November, okay. Hmm. Yeah, but it's it's in it's so good. Like it's like I don't think I could ever play an Animal Crossing game without it like you, doing this. You playing it like, on Switch? Then I take it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be the way to go. Um. Yeah. Just because like it it's it's got a lot of pick up and play to it because. Yeah. Eventually, you can assign like your like little hodgepodge village to gather for you while you're also going out and gathering because it's you're you're gathering and then you're farming. You're gathering and you're farming, but um, you uh, gradually unlock better techniques and like they're like a lot of things. Like at first, um, you had to eyeball the water temperature where like you would learn like okay in this stage the rice. Um, like you want the water to be at your ankles and it'll literally show like you step in the fields and then like, as you're like maneuvering the irrigation, like whether or not it'd be around your ankles, I'd, I'd all eyeball it that way. And then eventually I learned how to see the percentage of water. And when you learn like farming journals, you'll be like, okay, the water needs to be at this percentage when it's this temperature, but if it's this temperature, do this. And then that added difference just added overall to more of the quality. It's, it sounds intimidating. It sounds like a lot, but the way it's paced and how you gradually develop and learn it because it it it, it trades hand in hand how well you do in battle. Um it becomes so engrossing. Like the battle parts are actually like the the combat, the fighting part is good. The farming's funner. Yeah. And yeah, dude, but like it gets hard. But it feels it like it's definitely not like really a Stardew, good. you know. I think there'd be a lot of comparisons to Stardew just from that like description alone. But I mean, clearly, there's a lot of different um, things going it, on with this. You know what it reminded me of, and like I, I kept thinking of, um, because like Ed was mentioning, it reminds me of Rune Factory from the way Ed uh, described it. Got you. Okay. I so could, I could see I, that. Yeah, it and looks dude, cool. you would. You would love it. It's so good. Please pick these, this game up. I would love to Games Club this game. But what, 30 bucks right now? Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Hmm. So that's it. That's been what's in my console. Um, Kind of just, uh, oh, man, I really wanted to talk about it, but we've gone on really long. But there is one added benefit of, of the GC loader uh, where I've been able to play hacks. So I've been able to get a lot of translations. Um. Somebody did a hack of Doshin the Giant. 
but the PAL version to run at 60 hertz. So I started Doshin the Giant, and I am surprised that this game did not get released in North America. And I heard it's going to be sad as fuck, so I'll keep you guys posted. Mm. Um, But yeah, that's it. Episode end, you guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at this game. I'm, I'm actually excited. There's a lot of good stuff out right now that people are maybe sleeping on. So, dude, um, I. <laughs> so, that that's that's probably gonna be a good segue. Um, but I, uh, you guys just finished listening to Press Pause Radio episode 134. Uh, if you like what you listen to, please give us a subscribe on iTunes. Uh, you can also catch us on Scatter Radio, uh, SoundCloud, among 64 other podcast directories by just searching the term uh, Press Pause Radio. However you choose to filter or otherwise curate your podcast, we would love for you guys to subscribe and get in on uh, the RSS update as the feed gets um, uh, gets added with uh, one of these new productions like this very one that we're uh, talking recording on now um, I am gradually trying to optimize video production and hopefully not run into the nightmare that was the Atari one but uh, I uh, and Ed uh, we've been kicking around resurrecting top 5 uh, as a video feature as opposed to a podcast feature it's been gone for years but I think it'd be very appropriate to definitely do it in video form uh, and I've already got two ideas lined up I don't want to spoil them but uh, I mean I'll tell them what they are but as far as the choices um, the first video that's going to be in the works that I'm trying to capture footage and work on is uh, top five uh, pinball hybrids so there are games out there that involve pinball mechanics. So, of course, uh, Yoko's Island Express is going to be in there. Mm. Um, we've also got Odama and Creature in the Well. So that that's all I'll say about that. Um, as well as weird-ass Tetris ports. That's going to be my other top five. So uh, I'll leave that one to more of the imagination. Just if you think it's a weird Tetris port, you ain't fucking seen nothing. Um... So we've, we've got that underway. Um, we've also, as mentioned, we've got some reviews uh, coming out for Biomutant and Alexakid. Uh, I would like to write a positive review real soon, so hopefully I'll play a fun game. But um, that's what Late to the Party's for. Uh, I have a Late to the Party in uh, line for new Pokemon Snap and Fantasian, just because that one's also... Um, really kind of taking some time to get through and uh, I, I really want to do something with Sukuna. I, I cannot stress how much I've fallen in love with this game. Um, so it's it's definitely become like in my top 10 of all time. Mm-hmm. Like it is that good. Um, so yeah, that we, we have some uh, some of those reviews lined up uh, and late to the parties. Um, Sean's also got another feature that he'd like to put in mind but he's not here to talk about it more but uh he had that um some play plays we have in mind that we still need to catch up uh rocket knight just enjoyed its 35th anniversary so uh, ed and i started that uh, a while back but we have some of the other rocket knight games to get through um thinking about doing a metroid retrospective it also enjoyed its 35th anniversary uh fucking you know, for everybody talking shit that Zelda did and Nintendo has been pretty quiet, um, are, are you insane? 
there's like a new Zelda game every other year. Shut the fuck up. Like Zelda, Zelda gets its due. Zelda gets uh, plenty of action. We we got goddamn uh, Age of Calamity with Hyrule Warriors. We got uh, Link's Awakening. There's a new Zelda game every year. Shut and, up. And they're running out of things to remake <laughs> or remaster yeah. at this point. Yeah, dude. Um, at Zeno, Xenoblade uh, is it even enjoyed uh, a small anniversary. There, there's uh, there's a lot of shit. It, it's fine. It's okay. Um, I'd rather Metroid get its due. Let let Samus get her due. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I think Andrew and I had some uh, limelight or stream ideas that we wanted to mm-hmm. do. I, I want to do um, more Thomas Wave uh, games. I finally got all of them working and uh, properly configured. Uh, we can shoot some terrorists on Ranger mission uh, and do some other stuff. Um, so thinking about doing that with uh, Ed as well. We can get through. Uh, Dolphin Blue is fixed. We can get through the entirety of Dolphin Blue. So um, I would love to get you two both involved. Instead of that being a, we can make yeah. that a joint stream venture. So that'd be nice. And there's been a um, lot of indie stuff on like the Steam platform specifically. Like I've just I've been downloading like these indie demos like crazy. Like they've had like different like weekend events like for the last two months. Uh, what they did like a a PAX one, I think, like a PAX weekend. They did a Gamescom weekend, some other indie weekend, where it's just like demos of upcoming titles. Like the indie games are getting to be pretty exciting right now, especially on the PC front. So, yeah, I'd love yeah. to jump into some of those, play those, check those out. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I Degoot Fabric, one of my favorite developers, like the uh, wonderful people behind Sebastian Johan Joust and Sports Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a game like a year or two ago called Mutatia Zone. Uh, it's already on Steam, but it came out on VCS and it's been optimized for VCS, so I was playing and fucking around with that. Uh, that's also a beautiful little game um, that I've been wanting. It's just never enough time, no. really. But um, no, I, I definitely feel you there. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of indie stuff that um, I, I've definitely been very excited to check out. Um, Ed, talk to us about Bullet Heaven. Uh, well, we've got a number of uh, neat ideas sort of mulling around uh, outside of our, you know, regular review format, which we'll be taking a look at Katsui uh, DX very soon, as well as um, Space Invaders Invincible Collection. Uh, we've got stuff like uh, five shmups that feature and are named after real planes, or like <laughs> five shmups with tanks. Five unique system sellers, top five Dreamcast, among others. Um, top five Atari Jaguar shoot 'em ups. Yeah, all three of them. <laughs> there, there's like five. There's Protector. There's Defender. There's R- Raiden. There's uh, Trevor McFur. Yeah, that's number one right there. One. Yep. <laughs> I will get a fifth one. I'll come back to that fifth one. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll save my top fives for worthwhile systems. Son Ooh. of a bitch. Ooh. <laughs> it's it's going to dig, I know, but like the, the Jaguar was not kind to shmups. Mm. Mm. We, we need to get you in the homebrew scene, my dude. Yeah, no, I'd rather focus on, you know, decent systems like the Dreamcast. Mm, keep going. Sega Saturn. 
PC Engine. No, no, no. <laughs> I can name I, more. I, I just, no, no, I, I didn't mean keep going there. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> that's, that's enough out of you. <laughs> but, anyway. uh, yeah, we, there's a lot of uh, big releases coming up uh, out of Japan and also uh, Europe with uh, with shooting games. Uh, you know, we, we've we've got stuff like Il Velo Swamp, Kyukyoku Tiger Heli, Abren uh, Tengo is coming uh, coming out, uh, Cotton Rock and Roll, uh, and of course, uh, I'm going to be starting my Evercade coverage fairly soon as well. Talking about decent systems, and he comes in here with a fucking Evercade. All right, hey man, I've um, got a hundred percent of the cartridges, so you know, complete collection. Whoa. Um, well, I, I do enjoy some of the, uh, some of the signal or some of the, uh, ports that they have entertained from like, uh, like Tanglewood and Xenocrisis. Like I enjoy that those have been made available. Oh yeah. The indie, um, the indie heroes collection is pretty, pretty dope as well. Um, but aside from that, uh, there's also, uh, I think the last line of Atari review coverage that I'm going to try to also finish now that the VCS is over and done with, um, it going back to the roots and the homebrew scene, uh, definitely going to try to get our game drive review finished up as well for the Jag and the Lynx, um, tons of stuff happening there and some developments. Um, but aside from that, uh, this has been Press Pause Radio episode 134. Maybe the next episode we will do proper feature topic uh, when we can put our heads together and, and see what would be a, a, a cool water cooler topic to kind of throw down your way. Or, uh, fuck it, we may just actually commit to that games club we've been putting off. Mm. But all these indie yeah. games. <laughs> all, the, all the games. Yeah. All the games. Uh, but anyway, this is Georgia Boy Zacks and... I, I don't like all the holes in my Series X still. It's it's very it's too much. Toast and uh I'm not gonna watch Space Jam, especially after now. <laughs> and uh this is Ed uh, looking forward to single handedly taking on this game next week. Plug it again. Well what what, what when are we watching that? Oh yeah. Uh the fifteenth uh, of August at twelve thirty three well, PM yes. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and that's going to be on the Bullet Heaven YouTube? Uh, I th- yeah, you'll be able to see my stream there, but it's also going to be on the Electric Undergrounds thing. Uh, yep. That's where you're going to get to hear the commentary. Uh, oh, area 88. Yeah. And I think you can get a notification if you're on YouTube. I think you can already like sign up for a notification so you're yeah, exactly. when it goes live. So yeah, definitely do yep. that too. Neat fucking O. See y'all there. Big O! Big O!